I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rand Room. Welcome to the Rand Room. Sounds cool, wasn't it? <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. And you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2017. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was like a whole course thunder. We had to get it. We practiced. <laughs> Syncopation. Syncopation. So y'all know how we do it on The Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and ranting, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear? Yes. Little mm-hmm. Miss Interruption. Yes. <laughs> Lisa Bella I wasn't the only one. I'm not the only one in here. But you're usually the only one here. <sighs> anyway, hello. Lisa Bella what's up, girl? That's v- I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to the fam over in Italy. Uh, so you ain't going this, this so, year? Uh, I should be going. I was going to go to Helsinki, but my dad's thinking about moving back down to uh, Italy, which is what I want. Because mm-hmm. um, he's he in, Germ- he's in Germany. Oh. I need to get out of Germany. Germany ain't got no good food, no nothing. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the middle Soccer of the Helsinki. Like, oh, well, we got some German listeners. Like, let's not Soccer be- tour is yes. good. <laughs> and those beer gardens are, are good, too, <laughs> if you're into that. That's not food. Oh. Okay. Well, for Germans, yeah, I guess beer is food. Pretzels. And pretzels. And pretzels. <laughs> pretzels. I, I, man, I went there. Like, I did that whole backpack through Europe thing. Oh, really? As a 20-something. Yeah. We, Germany was a good time. I had a good time there. Mm-hmm. I lived there for a little bit. There was some fine men in there. Anyway, so <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, I'm sure there. they did. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Derek? Hi, people. Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. Writer, director himself. I'm trying to write today later on. That's good. Good for you. You doing rewriting now? You fixing? You cleaning? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. This project. I'm really <laughs> excited about it though. I'm so I mean yeah, it's just Can you tell us about it? You still doing the Orson Welles one or you doing something yeah. else? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I can't tell you what about it. Though. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Title, character only. What it is? I just watched. Uh, uh, what's it called? Ver Vice on uh, HBO or uh-huh. Showtime, whatever. Uh-huh. They do and good they, stuff. They did an episode on. What are those? What are they? What do they call the bull? The bullfighters. Oh, matadors. Bull matadors. And yeah. over in Spain. Mm-hmm. And I guess they were interviewing one of the guys who was the most famous and they're trying to figure out like why are they still doing this in 2017? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, this is like mm-hmm. horrible to the animals and whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was showing them around the house and there was a, and I, I meant to tell you about this, there was a stone of Orson Welles. He was buried there mm-hmm. at his house. Yeah. 
And I was like, what? Apparently, he used to come there like... He lived in Spain for a long time. He lived time. there. So mm. he, him and his father were like close friends or whatever. So I was like, oh, you might want... I don't know if you knew that. I guess you I did. knew he was so, buried in Spain. Yeah. You know, so he was cremated in their fucking backyard. In yeah, but I didn't know where. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, just, I mean, it's a big ass it's backyard. It's a kicking backyard. Yeah. All right, we're they got, yeah, yeah, they got I mean, three, four acres. Yeah, I mean, he spent, shit, he spent you know. a lot of time there. I mean, I mean, you know, he originally went to Italy, to Europe to go to Italy to make some movies in Italy. Um, and then he came back to the States to make Touch of Evil, and then he went back to Europe, and he spent most of his time in Spain. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, house there and everything like that. So, um, Mr. Arcaden was made in Spain, and so was uh, Don Quixote, which was never finished, and other stuff. Oh, and so was Chimes at Midnight, a part of it. He really knows his shit, though. Big Orson Welles fan. What about... Transformers the animated movie <laughs> where was where was that made <laughs> why are they still making you know Transformers he was in the voice okay. did the voice of the that was the last thing he did I mean people forget about that movie but he needed money it's all well, about no, I, I'm not blaming Orson Welles he did, he Leonard Nimoy's in it also I mean money. Mm-hmm. What? what no what did he do uh, the planet he did the voice yeah. of the planet oh, Unicron that's right Unicron yeah yeah yep okay that's how. So you guys hear a voice, Linnell White. Right Hello, at the herself. everyone. Transformers, the animated movie. Seek it out. It's worth a watch. Is it? I mean, it was shocking to me because, you know, you watched the, the TV series with Transformers, right. which I loved, right. which I was I hooked on. Right. Yes. And no one ever died mm-hmm. in that show. True. And then you watch the movie, and the first 10 minutes... Autobots are getting slaughtered. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Slaughtered. Oh, Iron high, all, jazz, all of them are biting yes. the bullet, right? Yes. And you're like, what is? I was like, it was shocking as a kid. And it was really like Mattel wanted to get rid of a whole line of toys. They were like, we're tired of selling Iron High. Let's get rid of all these toys and let's introduce some new ones. So then you got Transformers the movie. Wow. And they threw, I mean, the well, whole, now they're doing a Bumblebee. <sighs> <laughs> no, but the latest yeah. Transformers. This is, I mean, interesting time for us to discuss. We're not mm-hmm. talking about this today, but um, not doing so well here in the states. But it's tired. Big gross overseas, well, of course, and no along surprise. with the Mummy, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't do very well either. No, yeah. here in the U.S., but yeah. overseas they're still. And loving. that seems to be a trend that's exactly. been happening. You know, what I, I expect saw? that for Jumanji too. Hey, I'm just. Hey, Dwayne, Dwayne Junebug Johnson. The Rock. AKA The Rock. I call him Junebug because with the name Dwayne, I know that his daddy, the black side of the family, somebody called him Junebug. <laughs> well, Samo- at one of the family part cookouts. Of his, part of his family was Samoan. Yeah, his, yeah, his yeah. mom is Samoan, his dad's black. And, uh, and he proudly claims both. So mm-hmm. those of you who've been questioning him being ambiguous, go look at his last tweet that he did and he told y'all what he was. Uh, so, Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne, I need you in a romantic comedy. I need you in something wrong because you look fine in ballers with them suits. Mm-hmm. So I need you to stop doing stuff like Baywatch. Mm, that's another one. Jumanji, yeah. you know, I looked at the trailer for Jumanji again. Why are they redoing Jumanji? Uh, Jumanji was Why sucked were they the doing first the time mummy? they did it. You know what? They think that they got an audience, built an audience, and they don't. So Dwayne, I'm just putting this out there for you, boo. Give me a really fun, sophisticated rom-com. Maybe even a comedy. With Almost. a non-white female lead. <sighs> Please. Well, he's doing Doc Savage. Or supposed to be doing But that. it'd be a white woman, though. 
I don't there's anyone in white in, in, Well they'll in, put a white woman in, in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll put one in there <laughs> I just want to have like You know a, a sworn wife Or something Or you know Something Something interesting Something yes. different well, He gave back to the animated movie A little bit right He gave us a Okay the, from the, Oh Mo- 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 Moana Moana mm-hmm. Yeah Though, But that was animated They don't count uh, <laughs> we need to see Damn. his body, him, his face, his lips, all of that. So uh, he almost gave a moment in the Tyler Perry thing with Janet Jackson at the very end of <laughs> of whatever it was, and we were all shocked because oh my god, he's in a movie with black people and he's talking to Janet Jackson. So we had a moment. What movie was this? Uh, Why did I get married to? Didn't know he was Ooh, in that. Didn't know he was in that. He's at the very end. Spoiler it's like, alert. It's like a cameo. <laughs> it's a cameo at the end <laughs> oh, with Janet Jackson. And it's <laughs> Somebody saw it. That made some money. They made money. You know what? Those movies I, always make money. Hey, they, they made money. They, find, they know who their audience they is. They know who it is. Mm-hmm. They stay in their lane. They, yeah. they do what they do. You can't fault that. But he was there and he was fabulous. And I thought, you know what? And in Ballers, he's awesome. And it's like, we just got to get him in a movie where he's not with the white girl. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Well, maybe you should write it. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. We'll make it a sexy, funny, James Bond kind of movie with him. He's actually really funny. I actually want to he's see him amazing. in some more dramatic stuff. I, I would think too. He's, he's pretty good. He's good. I think yeah. now he needs to stop doing those those family things now because the last two... I'm, okay, I'm Well, they're gonna, doing San Andreas you know, part two now. Uh-huh. And I understand why. As much as they, they pan uh-huh. that movie, uh-huh. I understand why they're uh-huh. making that. Uh-huh. Anyhow. It was a ride. Yeah. It was yeah, a ride. It was fun. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm a little bit... I can't really sit here and say, I want to see him do drama or see him do comedy. I'd like to see him do less. I'm a bit oversaturated with him. I he's in, agree. He's in everything. He's in Fast and Furious. I agree. He's in Moana. Mm-hmm. He's in um, Baywatch. I'm he's like, in Ballers. I'm like, he's, he's everywhere. Sevens. Okay, maybe, again, like, be more choosy. A little bit more selective. Yeah. Maybe do some indie. I like to see him doing indie, like for a really sure. edgy indie For sure. Piece. So, 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 you know what's funny? There was a, there was an indie film he did like, like ten years ago. It was, was it? Yeah, it's maybe not even ten years ago. Maybe about Walking Tall or something. No, like no, 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 no. It's something that he did with um. Was it the Get Shorty jump off film where he played like at the end he was like dancing, showing his tattoos. No, it was this, it was this crazy movie um um with the something to do in like uh, L A. Like yeah, like, wasn't Andre three thousand in that? Three stacks was in it. Let me see what's called real quick. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's wow. No, we're, we're talking Jesus more Christ. like um, Toronto Film Festival level. Yeah, yeah. two million dollar movie, yes. and yeah, he's exactly. just in there really. Yeah, for for a real right, for a, real a real acting role part where you have to sort of you made your dobu. Yeah, you got yeah. I need you to be Show a little us bit more the acting chops. I don't on. want you to grow up to be the next. I'm just gonna say it. The next Sam Jackson. The next. We'll Morgan see. Freeman. I know what I was going to say. You, all the time, where you see them in mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. thing. You were talking about The Mummy. Now, I, well, I think yeah, who, I brought it up. Who, mm-hmm. who has seen the movie and who has seen the trailer? I have I've seen, seen the trailer. trailer. Either. I haven't okay. seen it. I saw the trailer. I will still go see the movie for Sophia Zatella when it's $2 at my Here's the deal, though. Why is the trailer, for me, mm-hmm. the exact movie that... Um, Brendan Fraser was in? Hold on, even worse. Oh. The, no, I mean, the movie was good. Aaliyah's movie when she played the vampire. Oh, <laughs> Queen, of, Queen, 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 of Queen of the Dam. Queen of the Dam. Queen of the Dam. Look at the story and look at look at the trailer again. It's like, wait a minute, that's the exact same oh, thing. Oh, that's not good. Except she was a vampire and she was a mummy. Oh, I that's not good. That's not good at all. Well, the same thing. Well, 
Well, isn't the Mummy movie, isn't it in a takeoff from the original, or is this supposed to be a brand new Well, take okay, on it? they were supposed a to, this, this Mummy movie is supposed to build this universal monster movie franchise, because ever since the Marvel's doing the Avengers and having mm. all these... Oh, we can't have no more universal they vampire trying, werewolf. That's, we what, can't have that's that. what they're trying no. to do. That's Boobie their no, plan. Baby, no. Well, you better call Universal and tell them we, no, not that's, to do no, it. No, we not... that's the plan. So this Mummy is, there's going to be a Frankenstein, there's going to be... Uh, a wolf. Oh, Wait, are they going to man? Are they going to bind together and have the monster party like <laughs> the an animated all, cartoon? And have all fights. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. We are terrible. Wow. I remember that. Terrible. Scooby Doo meets the whoever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember. You know what? We don't want that. Well, Who's making these decisions? Can I just go to Bullhorn and just go up and down the studio and be like, no, stop. Everybody's well, going. So you, what well, do we have? Yeah. Who do we own yeah. that we don't have to put any the money crazy into? The thing is, go buy something. Yeah. Go buy a property that is. You know, you don't need. If you do a comic books, you don't need a Marvel book. You don't need. They want. Look what they did with they the Hunger Games. Somebody went out and bought that that book. Yes. And, did, right. and honestly, we had Fifty Shades of Grey. But it was an IP though. They yes. were looking right. for an yeah. IP. Yeah. Go out and get that, and then make it into something. Well, you have to. You have to look. Disney bought up IP. They spent four billion dollars, bought some IP, mm-hmm. and now they're raking in billions of dollars a year. So Universal, you need to go buy some IP. Yeah, and as opposed to trying to resuscitate some IP that doesn't really make. Yeah, they're not can, strong can enough. Can I have? Can I have a? Can I have my own strike? I know the Writers Guild just averted their strike. <laughs> well, can you I can try. You can try actors, maybe. and I just have that sign, like you said, buy some new shit. <laughs> And just sit in front yeah. of the studio. Like, that's my protest. I was going to drive around, just have my little sun hat, mm. my big glasses, my little sippy cup, and just sit there when the executives come by in that morning rush, buy <laughs> some new nice. shit, new pass shit. out some, get some cheap, cheap t-shirts made, pass it out, like, buy some new shit, mm. buy some new shit, <laughs> buy some new shit.com. You know what? I'm going to make up my new Twitter account called buy some new shit and just have people just, you know, mm. tell what see, movies they don't want to see no more. interesting this is side topic, but it's the kind of thing that I felt happened with like Marvel and DC comics is that there was a time when they used to create a lot of really cool characters and all this new stuff would come out to be really, really yep. cool. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was, I, I, I don't know the details of it, but there was a problem with, with giving creators rights. And therefore that became, we're not going to, we're just going to cannibalize and cannibalize. And you know, and the top creators, they they took their books, out, they took their cool creations, and their new stuff, took it elsewhere and mm-hmm. created it under whatever aftershock, boom, image, what have you. And that became, and that was the lifeblood that should have been pumping into like Marvel and DC. But they were, for whatever reason, they just, I guess, it was that Jack Kirby thing. They didn't want to right. like break off the right. the the rights. I feel that's what's happening with the movie industry. Is that it's like we have to get these things that are really that everyone knows we won't give people a shot to create something new that could be big and could be exciting um you know that could change you know for what fear what have you but i mean would you rather spend 150 million dollars plus 100 million dollars in pna on the mummy or you rather spin it on some idea that we hadn't seen before, but was just like, oh, well, you could buy shit. Well, you could buy three ideas. Exactly. That you or yeah, seen or take the hundred fifty million. I mean, that'll get you. You know, buy some ten million dollar and under movies. Where's like we don't make those anymore. Build your and that's the whole problem. Like you said, like from the last twenty years has gone from the little indie mm-hmm. 
tent pole, and that's, those and great ones in between. in between. We don't have that anymore. There's only a few companies that do 40, 50, 60 million dollar yeah. movies now. Like, I'm like, and then, that's then, low budget. And, and, then, low budget. Then, and what happens okay. is you miss out on the moonlights of the world, okay? Because mm-hmm. that movie was $2 million, $4 million? Yeah. A million. million. Okay. Okay. And, and, six yeah. like and yeah. then it's actually making more money now right. because mm-hmm. it's gone overseas. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, girl? So I have our list of topics mm. to keep because you know how we get. <laughs> and thank God there's no look in here today because. <laughs> so first thing I want to talk about <clears throat> very quickly is uh, Okja. Who? Okja. Is that in the show okay, related to Oprah? Who Netflix. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So Jun Hobang, those of you who aren't familiar with his work, he's an auteur who I love. Um, he did The Host. Mm-hmm. If y'all remember what The Host is, amazing, go see it. He also did Snowpiercer, and now he has this new piece that's out right now that you can actually watch on Netflix. So by the time this episode airs, uh, if you was really going to go see it, you would have seen it. I think it's playing in theaters, too. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. You can see it in the theater, or you can walk, which is fucking smart, because... If you're in L.A., well, I don't know when this is going to air, but New Beverly is doing it in 35mm uh, this week. Wow. And then they're doing a Snowpiercer right after or something like that, like a double what? feature. Um, check this, yeah, check this okay. out. Check that, check that out. So just letting you guys know, uh, spoiler alert, because <laughs> we're going to talk about something. We mentioned it briefly in one of our last episodes when we talked about tonal shifts. So let me set the scene for you. Picture it. <laughs> Sicily. Saturday. <laughs> is it raining or is it what was, the, what was the date on Saturday? <laughs> what was the date? Yes, it's July, July 1st. 1st. Yesterday. Yeah, so July 1st. picture it. July 1st, 2017, <laughs> West Coast time, Pacific Coast time, 7 p.m. Shout out to Geek Soul Brother who does a Saturday Night Sci-Fi uh, tag every week, every Saturday. So I mentioned to him, hey, I know we were talking about doing Spawn and get some other stuff too, but Okja's out. It just dropped. Let's do Okja. He's like, cool, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> tell everybody to go see this movie because I'm excited. Like I said, I love this filmmaker. I'm going to see what, whatever he puts out. I'm going to go see it. That's, yeah. that's the kind of filmmaker he is. So this is the one, the rare occasion where Linnell hits me up and says, I'm watching it too. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I'm, and I'm like, cause usually she, you're busy and I'm, then like, I've been back too busy later. at grad right. school to do Saturday night. Right. But last night I was like, okay, I can at least like at seven o'clock hit play on my Netflix. And now mind you yesterday in the Linnell household was a little bit, a little bit busy because yes. it was my cat's birthday. And so I had to put the Netflix, I put the, I hit the Netflix, but then I'm like, okay, now I got to go bake this cake. And what are you go, laughing at? I got to go in there. What's this? What are you talking about? This is love. What are yeah, you talking I gotta, about? I was like, I'm baking the cake. And so I've got the two eight inch pants. I got, the, okay, batter. Now it's in the oven. Now let me come back to the movie. Check in on Twitter. <laughs> da, da, da. Okay. They're expositing in the scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let me check on the cake. Put the frosting on. Candle. Like I was, it was, you're so loving because I get my cat. She was thirteen. They have, they she's have, thirteen. Oh my god, my dogs would be fourteen. Well, she, doesn't, this year. she doesn't look a day over three. I mean, she's, she's a good looking cat. She, hold, she holding it down. She is a she good, good looking cat. That bitch get exercise. She you're takes good. her running around the lake. I get, I get the doggy. Beauty I get the doggy in, sprinkles cupcakes, and then I make my dog a steak. Like I make her a little steak, really? and I chop it up and because now you know she's getting old and her teeth and all that, and I get a, and her birthday September September third. And that's a good day. That's it's a good day. A, hey, yeah. Mine is a film. Like so anyway, that. I was excited. I'm like, oh, wow. Because then I realized, mm-hmm. oh, shit, Linnell's graduated. I know she got family. Things are hectic. But at least I got the tweet that just said, hey, she's, I'm she's in. there. Mm-hmm. Because, so, and you know, I like Snowpiercer. Yes. So I was like, I want to see his director's follow-up project. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because Chris Evans is in Snowpiercer. And he's amazing in that. Mm-hmm. I have to give it yeah. to him. And I was kind of surprised that he wasn't in Okja, but now I was shocked after too. seeing it. I'm like, oh, no. Well, I here's think he's busy. He's no, busy. no, no. Here's nothing with Chris. Chris is down with the Weinstein's. 
Okay. True. His his directorial debut was on their distribution, one of the distribution oh, channels. Busy. So no, but he's but he's he's down with them. Okay. The Weinstein's had a big fight with Boon Boon. John Hoon about cutting, about, the, movie. About cutting mm-hmm. the movie. So him, like, I, I, okay. I don't think that would have would have worked. Okay, schedule wise or not, I don't think he's down with the Weinstein, so he's okay. not gonna like turns back on that camp and be in. in okay, that movie. gotcha. I, that's my speculation. So halfway through, so we're <laughs> tweeting, and, and I'm gonna tell you, okay, because if you know anything about um, Jun Ho, he is famous for like even in the host. There are certain tonal shifts. Like mm-hmm. it's a monster movie, mm-hmm. but it's got family drama. It's got angst. It's got slap. It's got a lot of stuff going on. So you have to, you know, if, if you appreciate that kind of horror movie, that kind of thing, that's what it is. Halfway through, <laughs> so is what tone is Okja supposed to? be? Okja, okay. The way <laughs> it's marketed, a damn good look, question. Look, <laughs> the way they marketed it, damn. Which is no, this is important <laughs> because what's the rating in the movie theater? I don't know. R uh, probably is it R? I don't know. I would assume R. It needs to it be needs R. To be an R. It really needs to be a hard R. Well, there's something. a lot of f bombs in it too. There's R, cursing then. and there's yeah. So it's more than five. Halfway halfway through, I see this tweet because no, you know the beginning of it's like oh, and I'm already boohooing and tearing, getting misty eyed anyway. Because the, begin, the beginning of it totally is. I mean, uh, a girl like in it's love like, with oh, in love with this pig, right. and she and it's beautiful. Then Korea, it's lush green yes. in the hills, and she lives in her They're environment with the pig. They're and I'm like, cry. I'm I'm like, okay, this is cool. Okay, and and mind you, it's the typical. We know what's going to happen. Almost, you know almost fairy tale esque yes. level. You already know what's going to go. Look like a regular pig, or is it a different? No, it's a no, genetically CGI's. modified. It's a huge. It looks big. It looks like a combination of a hippo. Yeah, a right. dog and a pig. Yeah, yeah. I almost it's big, play on but the it's cute. Night. The it's eyes are cute, cute but yeah. it's all CGI. Not, not, no puppetry. No, no, it's ribbit. So you go that, and then there's, and then it, halfway through, it starts going through like kind of comedic and a little bit slapstick, and then we get to the middle part. Mm-hmm. And of course, because you know, a lot of times um, I'm on Saturday Night Sci-Fi, and if Geek Soul Brothers like doing some stuff and gets busy, a lot of times I try to keep the thing. I'm on it anyway, mm-hmm. but you know, keep it going. And then I'm always checking the tags. So I'm watching. I'm looking at the re- response because it's the fun part about live tweeting is you're watching it together. And I really needed to watch it together with other people because I'm a big crybaby with these type of movies. <laughs> so I figure I wouldn't just totally just be a big blubberfoot. Mm-hmm. I would have some funny things and some fun stuff with people. Halfway through, I see this tweet from Linnell going, pig rape, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Peace, y'all. And I cut it the fuck off. And, and I went and I had I put the candles on the cake and to pose for pictures with the, the cats. <laughs> <laughs> And no, we, man, and I, I got pictures with her. And I ate, like, and I, and I the cake is for me. Like I, eat it. it's a gluten free cake, right, mind you. Okay, right. so <laughs> I, I ate the cake, and then I flipped it over to like some other, something else on Netflix because I had to get that out of my out of my wow. head. But what's interesting though, because I'm watching, like, like I said, I'm watching the tag, and I'm reading other people's comments, and you know that's the fun part of the live tweet is funny comments, especially if you've seen the movie before. But since none of us had seen it before, mm-hmm. the stream of comments we had a lot, fresh and raw. Like, it was like raw, mm-hmm. and literally. I would say like 80% of the people who were watching it, some of the people who joined us had already seen it, so they already know. I would say 80%, everybody was like, holy shit, this this went left real quick. Real yeah. quick. Like, massive, like we was going shift. and partying and slapstick, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, cute. I'm like, all right, I know they're, they're setting me up for the end. <laughs> it's going to be my lassie moment. And then it happens, and when this when this happens, there is, there is a... 
<clears throat> well, we can talk about it because spoiler alert. Well, okay. Go ahead. Let me talk. Let me just. Say, the, okay, so the, the and you don't actually see the pig rape. What they do is they cut to some people who are who are watching the pig rape on a monitor. Oh, you see it on top of her for like three seconds. Okay, I missed that because I was I, I must have been looking away or whatever, or maybe I was because like, you see it coming out mm-hmm. and you see her. And then they're like, this isn't good. And literally, I had a black mirror moment. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Are they really going to do this? Yeah. And I'm like, brace yourself, Lisa. Trigger yeah. warning. Here that, it comes. I just heard president. her screaming. And, and screaming, I, I and saw that. And it's like a but then, monitor. Okay. So there's a couple of things. After, even after the pig rate, I let it play for a little bit. And I was like, okay, let me just see what, how they're going to resolve this, this scene. And so, first of all, they show the post-rape scene with her laying there. All you know, miserable, and then Jake Gyllenhaal leaning against her, like cracking wise. I'm like, all right, fuck y'all. And then we go back to the crew that was watching them, the animal, animal liberation people that watching them, and Paul Dano does his normal Paul Dano thing and snap, and then commit like some real serious violence on one of the guys in there because he basically about Steve Yoon got his ass beat again. Oh, no. And if you don't know who Steve Yoon is, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're excited because one, like. Isn't this like one of the first few projects that he's done post The Walking Dead? Yeah, because he's been having yeah. pro- he's been having problems. Pro- yes. Out. So number one, what? he's having he's, yeah. yes he's Why? been having problems getting work because he's an Asian guy and they don't know what to do with Asian actors. He's been oh, clearly the Hawaii Five O of it all. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got yes. it. He's got been, <laughs> Chris, he's been going up for like one or two lines. Every, just stuff. stuff. Just so mind you, wow. this is the first time we've seen Steve Yoon in anything. Post the Walking Dead, and he Dead. gets a, a beat down from Paul Dano, and I had one of who's 132 pounds. Look, look, and one of my Twitter oh. friends, she said, "I am so upset." And she writes for Black Girl Nerds. Hey, Carolyn, how's it going, girl? Because we were like, "Bitch, <laughs> what is going on?" And I was like, "So on top of it, on top of the beat? the rape scene, then we get you know an Asian actor just sort of being thrown, just roll, yeah. rolled under right. by Paul Dano, <laughs> who is 120 pounds soaking wet, maybe." <laughs> I could fight Paul Dano right even now. Even a buck fifty. So wow. yeah. So that goes wow. down. And so of course everybody who who's in the you know site you know Saturday Night Sci Fi they're by walking. Now, and they by, know that. And they're by like, now I'm having my cake and the shit's off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you made it to page sixty two. <laughs> she made it to page sixty two. <laughs> Me, I kept going like because my first thought was okay, this happened in the host. How are they going to flip this around? Are they going to be able to turn this arc back to get us back to that warm fuzzy feeling? Mm-hmm. How are they going to resolve this? And I will have to say, they don't. Yeah. And he leaves it at the end. Because at the end, um, spoiler alert, the girl does save Okja, mm-hmm. but not the rest of the creatures. And, and a part of it, I think, story-wise is basically, hey, it, th- that's life. That's shit how it is. Like, if you're going to eat meat and you're going to do all this stuff, this is how your food production is going to be. Mm. I get that. But that sequence with the whole pig thing and Steve Yoon, I was more, I was pissed off more with, with, with Steve Yoon. <laughs> he than, needed a job. Than, like, the pig right. I was, Wait a minute. So, so, okay. he, so he can't work on, what's the sh- is, is, isn't there an Asian show with, with the, isn't there an Asian show on, um, yeah. Fresh Off the Boat? He, he can't well, well, he's not a comedy he's, he's dude. Com- he might comedy. be. Yeah, I don't but, know. But he, you he, know what? He, he, can, might, he might have to do some comedy. He can work on Into the Badlands or some shit or, you know. Or Iron, Iron Fist if Iron they Fist, do that. You know, or, or, or actually, let's not care about Wait, an Asian person, person can work on he any can, show. I'm just saying what's out there that we know of. Well, I'm saying the easy cast where you're not going to be like, uh, 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 what do you put in? I don't really know. He could be on Empire. 
Right. He can be on Queen Sugar. Right. Why is right. he on fucking? Uh, if I was uh, a black creator, I'd power. be like, Why is he on Power thank you. and shit? He could what be on fuck? Power. Right. Um, <clears throat> so okay, this is interesting about tonal shifts. Like, it, that's something that I think filmmakers have a hard time mm. dealing with. I think, I think, I think just it can be done well. This. You know, I mean, to me, the first movie I saw, and it's still one of my favorite movies that did that really, really well, was The Apartment, Billy Wilder's Apartment, mm-hmm. because it's a movie that comes off as kind of like sex comedy right. until she tries to kill herself. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? Right. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you like, know, and, and, and it's not handled with any kind of humor, her trying to kill herself, you know? And then, like, the whole kind of, like, the revelation of how she's being abused and, and, the, and the sexism that goes on in the office is all being kind of, like, explored in that second half of the movie. But then... You know, he does a classic thing where he ends the movie with the great, you know, like the closing line of that. Like it, it brings it back to that little comedy that starts to mm-hmm. that the movie starts with. I mean, it's you know, it's tough to do. I mean, the apartment I think is one of the only examples I know that didn't did it well. You know, well, I mean, I mean, in terms of like that, the audiences were able to then it wasn't so polarizing because mm-hmm. I think it won like four Academy Awards yeah. you know, sure. or shit like that. But, but I, obviously, you do it now. Like people are people are so entrenched in. Genre and it's this yeah. and it can't be this and it can't well, jump around I, and you know I mean look I haven't seen it it's Okja I don't know if, I mean like I saw the little trailer on mm-hmm. Netflix I saw the pig the what did an, you think the, when you saw the trailer the impression that you got animation did you think this was going to be a family friendly movie I said, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at the pig and and, and and saw the way the pig is animated and like mm. flopping around like it's, you know, like it's you part said, dog. Yeah. yeah kind of cute. It, it has some kind of like, oh, but, but I not, 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 it was, C, it was a CGI pig. It, 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 something about the way it's animated. Like, like it felt like it was a Pixar movie. Right. For sure. Thrown yeah, in for sure. Something but, else. Not in ter- but not in terms but, of what you want to see in terms of if you were saying who would the intended audience be? I have no and idea because I, I don't know see, who the audience see, is in this see, movie. Here's the thing because when I was playing at Con and what's her name, uh, Phil Collins' daughter was talking about shit like that, I saw a trailer and I'm like, oh, this movie looks like there's some weird kind of like terrorism going on and people trying to killing. Right. And so I don't know what movie that is. So right. I'm going to watch Glow instead, which is really good. Oh, I don't like Glow, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let me just say something about Tone Thing. Okay. I talked about this before. One of the movies that I noticed the biggest tone shift, and this is from a couple of years ago, is Zombieland. Mm. Act oh, one, yeah. mm-hmm. if you, even if you read the script, act one, this is a really good script, act one is flawless to me. Just the way he sets everything mm-hmm. up and the rules of the world. Mm-hmm. As soon as Woody Harrelson comes in, mm. it turns into, because even through the comedy, it still was... Be careful when you go outside. Mm-hmm. You can be killed. Mm-hmm. It still had that theme, right? You have to run in a circle to survive. You have to do this. You have to do this. Don't walk in there without checking. The- and all these different rules you have to do. As soon as Woody came in, it was like the superhero comes in now, you know, and he can't be killed. And all of a sudden, right. the tone right. changed right. because whoever's with him right. didn't have fear anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it just became too, like, everybody could mm-hmm. be killed. Bang, bang, mm-hmm. bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Instead of bang, oh, shit. Right. It was none of that right. anymore. The threat was gone. You can have the tonal shift, but you have to be able to bring it back around. Correct. A, a movie that was really Here. successful in doing that, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, perfect. Okay, 
but Perfect. okay, this thing had like eight tonal shifts though. Okay, <laughs> it did. Uh, that first, That's his first, thing. Let me say, That's first we're thing. in Korea, the lush green mountain, and the, and getting another pig. Fine. Then the pig is taken away from her. Like she's she's kind of duped, and the pig's taken away. Then she's on the chase, and I was so invested in this in this girl. What is her name? Mija. 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 Mm-hmm. I was so invested in her because I'm seeing a young person of color, female, right. who's like, I want my pig. Yeah. And she's running and she's jumping on trucks and she's trying to get in to get yes. this pig. But I was like, you go, you get your pig, right, girl. Right. Because <laughs> anyone, especially on my cat's birthday, I'm kind of like, I know that connection with your, your, your <laughs> yes. furry companion. I yes. get it. So she's running, she's getting it. And then it shifts into this, like trying to be a satire with Tilda Swinton yeah. with the braces and, right. and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, like being a goofball. And that, it doesn't quite work. The jokes don't land. But for me, what bothers me the most about the pig rape of it all is once again, because that pig is a female protagonist in my eyes. Yes, it and is. Once again, we have chosen in order to make something, make it difficult for our female protagonist, we we're going to go, rape, we're going to pull the, the rape, rape card. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Right. You had a lot, and there was also a lot of exposit scenes in the movie. I was hearing it while I was stirring the cake right, from right. the kitchen. I was hearing it. <laughs> I was like, how long is this scene? They keep going on explaining right. the world until the Swinton's like, we need to do this and this and this for, for the, I was like, show me, don't, well, see, don't well, tell see, me. Well, yeah, I mean, look, you know, it's, it's I mean, I, the thing about the Snowpiercer that got me is that, you know, okay, so the movie's, this whole thing is violence. So I was gonna that crazy ass fight in the middle where they're like, I love that in scene. the dark and stuff oh, like that. Great. You know, it's crazy shit. But but the next scene they break through and it's like they're in that classroom. Yes, but that's mm-hmm. that weird. Yes, surreal. But then at the end of the classroom, old girl from um newsroom you know, pulls to, out of the yes. semi-automatic yes. and starts shooting, shooting at her. And yes. I was like, so it, it kept going back and forth. Yes. So, so the, I as mean, we moved I, to the car, I was like, that's I'm kind cool. of his thing. But that moment you're talking about was, we had a big moment, we need to slow it down. Yes. To me, that, yes. that was a, let's chill it and then yes. we rev it up. Right. The tone of the movie no, is no, still post apocalyptic right. stuff on this train. But to me, the only thing is, that scene in Snowpiercer, that actually saved the movie for me. Even the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, this is not what I thought. This is a little more interesting than what I thought it was. Because when you're standing in the back of the car, I mean, the back of the trains, whatever, it it felt confined, even just like, it felt confined um, hmm. um, intellectually. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden it broke out, and I was like, okay, so this is actually, it's something else. You know, that whole scene where he's fighting the guy, you know, I love this. Who haven't seen Snowpiercer? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. There's a couple of years ago. Then. If you haven't seen it, you there's that scene where he like shoots the bullet through because the train's it, on the... Yeah, it's I, mean, I was yeah. like, okay, this guy is just smart shit in this, you know, just right. cool ass stuff. But I, um, uh, I mean, and then the ending with, what's his name? And he confronts uh, the Jackson, guy Jackson Jackson Truman, Truman Jackson. show for me. Right. Who's Jackson Pollock? Who's, you know who I'm talking about? Ed Harris. Ed, Ed Harris. Harris. Yeah. Um, I was like, what is this too? You know, and then there was some, I don't know, there seems unanswered in that movie too. Like, mm-hmm. I did the thing with the, the movement and everything with the arm. And I was like, okay, you, it felt like this was a movie was cut down. And I just, I, I don't it was, know. It was yeah. cut down. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was cut down. Uh, for sure. I, I, that I, was I, the I, fight I, with the Weinstein yeah, company. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, well, see, I hate when I can tell movies been cut down. Mm. It's just like, well, you, you need to cut it down more then, or you need to not release it like that. You need to put stuff back in. Mm. I mean, yeah, the Weinstein. So when I, you say that, are you saying you feel like something got rushed? Yeah, well, no, no. It's not that, no, it's that, it's that there's like a, there's a, there's a disconnect. Okay. At least to me, like, like something in the visual narrative, not necessarily in the actual story narrative, but in the visual narrative has broken. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, you, you, you know what, you cut something out of here. 
And you can, I mean, to me, I can, I can usually tell. And then you hear about these movies, and it's like, you know, it's something the Weinstein's did in this fantastic movie called The Grand Master. I don't know if anybody's seen it or not. Um, it's directed by Wong Kar Wai, who did uh, In the Mood for Love. Yeah. And it's this cool, cool shit um, kung fu movie about the guy who... It Man. Yeah, yeah, It Man, yeah. And um, it's just like, there's this love story and between... Tony Lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's amazing. Everybody, there, goat to you. Taste, oh my god! Guy. No, I got taste. I got. No, I got taste. It's got. It's got. One of the, it's it, it, there's a fight scene in there. It's like him and the girl from Crouching Tiger. Yes, and it's like I'll mm, oh, forget it. Yeah, and and and, uh, and and so Tony comes to her. It's it, and so Tony's challenging her, and he says, "We're gonna fight here," but I and they're fighting in like a in like a banquet hall, right? And. And he says to her, "You can't. If there's any food on the floor at the end of this, I lost the fight. <laughs> so let's, let's start. Right. You're right. like, oh shit, this is gonna be some cool ass shit because you don't even think that you're gonna get hit to bump into a table. Yeah. Right. You right. Know, right. Uh, so he's got to control that. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're like, dude, is that what's gonna happen to this? And it's really dope. Uh, it's really that. dope. But that. but you but you realize that's also this sort of ballet where they begin to fall in love, mm-hmm. and then the second half of the movie, it's like it's like like their love story. It works, but you know there's like scenes missing. Like because right. we've seen enough of this stuff right. to know where it's like, where's this scene? Where's this scene? Where's and and when they're not there, when that's like what's driving him, then it's like okay, you're missing. I'm missing something. Right. I know yeah. why you cut it out, yeah. but it doesn't make any sense. And that was a Weinstein's battle too, yeah. where they put that mm-hmm. out. I'm I'm really curious because one of the things that that struck me, and I've been thinking about it because I have to write a piece about it for Bitch Flicks with Okja, was, you're, you're actually correct, that Okja is mm-hmm. a female protagonist mm-hmm. and it's always fallen back on the old, well, you know, the whole rape scene, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, so the men can come rescue, and they lost track of, of Mija, who was the yes, hero. Yes. Like, there's one point I was live-tweeting going, I need I need her to come back. through right now yes. because, because it's got, it's gotten away from the her. The way she ran down those, those hills was steep in career, and she right. was ta- she was running down them like a beast. I was like, I Look, love this when girl. she jumped up. <laughs> she did some part. She jumped. They had the little glass thing in the office, and they're like, mm. you can't come up. That girl jumped, jumped through her body into a glass. And two seconds, and the glass shattered. Yeah. yeah. No, I Pitch love this girl. And was like, I'm coming to get my. Pig. I love this girl. I'm what getting I, my. What homie. I didn't love was then also. Are you satirizing the animal rights people that were trying they to were. get? Uh, I, I think Okja? they were. I think they were trolling because one of the and tweets like, I said was, "Wow, why? they got these animal rights activists." I said, "Wow, I wish it wasn't just all white folks. There's people of color who do that too." Mm-hmm. But then later on, then they beat down the one. They did the I dialogue, and I realized they're trolling white activists who get really caught up in animal stuff mm. and lose track mm-hmm. of people, you know, because it was like, wasn't, people, wasn't Paul Dano one of them? And he does yes. the beat down on, and he does the whole PowerPoint. Like we were all sitting there tweeting like, bitch, look, are you going to pick up my pig? We don't need this. <laughs> so who said it? I think it was Carolyn. Carolyn, was it you who said, we don't need this PowerPoint presentation <laughs> on PETA and uh, animal rights. This girl just wants you to come help her pig. We ain't got to do all this shit. She already on the same team. Let's go do yeah, it. There's, I, there's an entitlement that people have when they have that, like they say, a lot of people who are vegans are. They're vegan. very condescending. Yeah, so it's the same. They're sure. very condescending. Yeah. But did you need tree huggers? It just seemed like that, you know? pick your battles in the movie. I just felt like 
it was kind of all over the place because yeah. I had this. It was a whole action sequence where she's. I mean, the, there's like trying to get the pig out of the she's truck. It. it was a whole. It reminded me of Civil War. The whole action it, sequence in the it. tunnel, mm-hmm. yes. and then the activists are trying to get onto the truck and get the pig. Who's gonna get the pig? And I'm like, okay, cool. But then it goes back into this comedic goofball satire, and then next thing I know, a pig's being raped, and I'm like, well, that's dark, and I don't know what the fuck <laughs> this is, and it never I'm comes shut, back. I'm shut. So it this off. is where I'm curious because I think this might be the first film that. Um, Jun Ho has co-written with someone. Mm. I'm really curious to know if John Ronson was the one who put, because I know that when they, because I was just listening to him this morning on National Public Radio talking about uh, writing the film and of course his was, books. Was it the, uh, I, which show was it? Because I think I heard a snippet of it and then I was like, I'm going to cut this off. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> Save that show. Damn, I didn't even hear the interview about yeah, the show. Yeah, because he was talking about his book too, So You've Been Publicly Shamed and he had some that, things. That's who it was. Yeah, that's, that's, he that's had said some yeah. things that I disagreed with because I was like, you, you got it wrong, sir, because shit be funny He's got on a the British next. accent. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Okay. I, we were listening yeah. to the same thing. And yeah. so he was talking about, yeah, I came in and wrote this. And so I'm really curious to know if he wrote, I want to know exactly, I got to get that script to see what my boy wrote and what happened when I don't care it, <laughs> the director is ultimately still responsible for that's everything true. that goes on that's that screen true. that's true it's so his, it's his, vision. It's his vision and he could have cut scenes out like you know we didn't even need to film this yeah. but again, yeah the tone it's was one, all it's one place. of those things where literally at the end of the movie I sat there and I felt like not bad because I felt like who my first thought was who is this movie for like for me, exactly. the adult Lisa, That's important. I can totally get a that. Kid can't watch but it. But when you see the posters, what you're seeing is Babe Extra. Like mm. it's a big pig, right? And you're like, oh, this right. is Kitty Dumb. This is like the new cute 2017 Dumbo, cute little girl. It's going to be. They're going to sell some action figures. It's going to be stuffed. Oh no, bitch! <laughs> and then she gets pushed aside. Yes, in the movie, for I was Paul like, no. Man the story is about, yes. or you know, we started with girl wants pig. Right. Girl gets pig right. back. Now right. she can have. Um, um, people that like care other characters to come along, help her get the pig, and I thought right. that what, what the activists were going to do, but then she just disappears after the activists come on the scene. That's I, interesting, but you know, I, I don't I, I, get I, it. To, to, to me, the poster it reminded me of this movie called Delicatessen. Yeah, hmm. and yeah. Uh, just the way the art worked, and I just was like. It's, I, and I, and I, and I, it was, I love that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then if you haven't seen it, I, I was kind of like, uh, and then I, and and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, they're doing something that's just so. I you, it's a perfect question. What is who this is movie it for? about? Who is this for? Who's your audience? Like, like, who's gonna come watch this? I, what I would say know, to this, like, is it the Shaun of the Dead audience? I mean, I mean, the, the, Shaun of the Dead, satire, the sung, satire, or, Shaun or of the, 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 I mean, the Big Short is a satire right. movie. It's a huge pig. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I did cake. mention in the back. Yeah. She does got cake though. She do. She thick. <laughs> she thick. Because I was like, "Ooh, this pig got a lot of meat on her." I and there was a why. lot of like, she had a big boob, and people were squeezing it and right. stuff. And I'm right. just like, "Really? Yeah. Hmm. Why? I don't. You know, I didn't get it. It's, it. It goes back to your comment. It was like you looked at the trail. And you're like, it's not for me. I decided to jump into Saturday Night Sci-Fi on Twitter. I was like, Yeah, I got a Saturday Night Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. It, it'll on. get better. And I was like, <laughs> Come back. Come back. Come back. What? Don't be scared. Come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> no, I know. I, I've been no. with you guys before. Yeah. No, but it's like it's one of those things where, as an artist it's and a as a writer, movie. Yeah, it's one of those. And I'm really curious because I try not to see anything about it. I want to go in fresh and not know anything. I'm going to be really curious to see what other people because it got a lot of like positive like 
you know, it's praise. five stars on Netflix, it's and I this. gave it, I immediately gave it a one. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but the five stars on Netflix. See the see the Netflix rating system because for a minute they just had the thumbs down earlier this year, and then they got a lot of flack from that. Mm. But the five star rating system is not necessarily an aggregate of other viewers. It's kind of like they're predicting what I might like. Yeah, what yeah, you might. Oh, like. well, they're they're they were dead wrong huh? for me. Is there in house to give it the five stars? Yeah, no, no, no. It's no, just, no, 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 it's really the viewers. It's 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 based upon. It's, it's what you're a, saying it's not like IMDb where something gets a, something's a seven out of ten. Right. It's all the reviews on IMDb. Yeah, it, right? It's it's a, I mean it's I'm not even sure how it all works, but it's some algorithm where they look at a lot of stuff that you watch and what you rate yeah. it, and then they kind of like say. So I watch a lot of sci-fi and you know yeah, things, and things and yeah. foreign stuff, and yeah. so they're thinking, oh, you're really gonna you like really this. So they this they, they, it was like a yeah. four and a half already when I saw right. it. I was like, no, yeah. one, yeah, yeah. Well, big rape. I'm just saying, I'm telling people <laughs> if you like, I am a child from the '70s and '80s where. My mom and my stepdad didn't give a fuck. We go, we gonna see whatever movie we gonna see, and if y'all don't go to sleep in the back of that car, you gonna see this shit too. So I've seen a lot of shit where if I were a parent, I probably still let my kids see it because that's just I me. Mean, yeah, I would. Too. But in terms of people who are really sensitive or who are going in to see this movie, like it's gonna be, bitch, no, don't. Unless Do you not got, bring your kids. Don't bring sure. your kids unless you're ready to have that conversation, and you're gonna have a serious conversation about probably what they're eating, rape. Uh, if you're a person of color, especially if you're an Asian person and you're the only like Asian American character and you're getting your ass beat by white folk. <laughs> there was Does also the, movie, the gentleman uh, driving uh, the truck, uh, though, uh, who was uh, like, uh, I, uh, I just, uh, this uh, company, uh, let me see a question. Did the, did oh, he was hilarious. Did the movie though. have like have like a trigger warning in the, in, the, in like the beginning of it? No, no. See, since it's your ratings, whatever the rating is. Well, no, this is okay. That I say that. Well, yeah, I say this because I was watching thir- Thirteen Reasons Why, right? Mm-hmm. And I think episode ten or episode nine, it kicks up and it says this episode has got some graphic subject matter, really? you know. And I was no. like, no, this did not have that. You press play, and, and it's I was, like, and I was, and I was kind of like, I number one, this, I, I was curious what this show was, what was going to be in this episode because. I know the show's about teen suicide mm-hmm. and it's about all this kind of like semi-bullying in high school. And I'm like, this is just going to another, just going to another level mm-hmm. of what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately it was necessary for what it had to happen, but it wasn't gratuitously executed. So I was kind of like, so now I don't understand like when do these kind of warnings get displayed you know and, and when do people need because to me it's like if I'm a stop an R rating on a movie I'm going to tell you they have to tell you because it's for sexual violence or words or blah, can you blah, look at real quick Okja to see what it says for this rating because I'd be real like if it's PG-13 I'd be like eh, oh no it can't be it's, it can't it's too be. many F-bombs Tilda no, Swinton drops no. like 10 F-bombs now moving on to oh. says TVMA yeah, mature audience. Mature audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Netflix though, I'm talking yeah. about IMDb for oh, the movie. Movie. Just like, what it the says. This what it says on 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 IMDb. It says TVMA because because I mean it is technically uh, a te- it's a, a TV, television TV movie. movie. Yeah, and okay. they're releasing it in theaters. Well, if anybody trying, knows, trying we'll, we'll look and see. I'm gonna have to go buy a theater and go look at it and like see what they yeah, give see it. See New Beverly what they're so Hawaii Five O. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> what had happened was yeah we broke up because. The man who in the summer, you know where I live in the summer? Mm-hmm. Daniel Day Kemp's cheekbones. <laughs> That's my summer home. Yeah. Mads Mickelson is my fall. <laughs> when you, a man with great cheekbones, I love. Mm-hmm. And if they're a great actor too, awesome. So anyway, Daniel Day Kemp and Grace Park 
mm-hmm. who've been on the series since Jump. Mm-hmm. Seven years. This is seven years. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're going seven. through contract negotiations. Mm-hmm. Mind you, for those of you who don't know, they're the only reasons why I was watching Hawaii Five O in the first <laughs> place. I mean, like, there's no reason really to watch Hawaii Five O. Is he Japanese? What is he? He's Korean. Korean. Okay. All right. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the bone structure, he looks a little more He's, Japanese mm-hmm. to me. But that's fine. So was and, and so was Grace Park. She's Korean too, right? I believe she is, but I think she's playing a Hawaiian character. I guess the only reason I was thinking it was she Hawaii because a lot yeah, of Hawaiian right. characters. Yeah, I think characters. they're both playing Hawaiian right. characters. Well, the they're Hawaiian, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so they had these contract negotiations because, as as actors normally do, because their eighth season's coming up. Yep, it's time to review. And um, <clears throat> they decided to go ahead and leave the show because they wanted to have uh, pay equity mm-hmm. with Scott Conn. with, this, with the, those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh. Alex O'Loughlin. So they probably weren't. Oh. And so, so Scott and them were probably getting a million a week, for and instance. Getting and they were back getting, like getting back a hundred thousand dollars a week. Getting back in stuff, back in stuff. Yeah. And they weren't getting any of that. And and I, I didn't see anything where those two actors. Because sometimes if you really if you really tight like that with your people, sometimes you can go in as a block and like, well, these are my people. Which is what they did in Friends. We need they to all like came together. Right. So apparently we right. have friends. Oh, see, it was, see, but see, that's that's even different because friends. They all said we all want the same money. There wasn't a pay disparity. True. See, there's a pay disparity on. But it started from the get go. Yeah, but there's the show. What's his name? Is it's such a mensch on this. Um, what's the show? Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Modern Family. Ed O'Neill had a huge, like, a massive discrepancy from everyone else on the cast. Oh, really? Because you know he, yeah. was, he was a big guy, yeah. Yeah. and they were like nobodies. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, third season in, he was like, "I'm a walk unless you get them like all up to like yeah. at the same so level." Someone needs That's to what advocate. I'm saying, yeah, though, but someone somebody, needs to advocate. Yeah. I mean, it's different when is you know yeah. I mean, it's, like friends, they all came and came in together. But, but, but David Schwimmer started it though. Yeah, yeah. But but for someone who's making the bank to yeah. come in and say, say I'm going to leave, I'm up, it. yeah. Like a, and, and so been on the show seven years. Yeah, it's on it. You're you know, an integral part of the show. Mm-hmm. If these your people, you gonna let them walk? Yeah. So Scott and them. You already get exactly. You already exactly. fucking getting back in anyway. So you already get an extra that they aren't getting. That they are not getting. So you don't come in and say, hey, you know what? These are fa- look. What can we do? I could take less. Could I take less so they can get Thank more? Thank you. No. So and here's the thing: these two dudes and I'll Alex Lawson, Scott Con. <laughs> y'all ain't that cute. No, <laughs> y'all like the most basic looking. Basic. You should go to my gym. Listen, and I'm sure you're fantastic actor. You're wonderful people. And you got nice family. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. in terms of if we go and watch, look, it ain't like the old '70s mm-hmm. Hawaii Five O. Dano yes. back in the day, Ooh. bitch. Please. Yes. What's it? Please. Yes. Like the quality has gone down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about white folks right now. Yeah. Like you know what? There's a few of us, but y'all used to be like banging. I don't know what's going on. The British got y'all beat. Like mm. y'all need to start drinking that British water because the rest of them coming over <laughs> here. They aren't. Look. Damn. Am I lying? Am I'm I not, lying? I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm just. Look at those gorgeous British men that are coming so. over here, taking all the roles. All the roles. Well, the other reason is they're they're um, classically trained, black too, and but white. they good yeah. looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. they fine. <clears throat> fine and talented is something you can't. You gotta. You gotta take it. Okay. You can't just be mediocre and. Because actors over here be taking cold reading classes, thinking they can act. <laughs> Listen. So what I'm saying is this. <laughs> motherfucker studied Shakespeare, okay? We yeah, already yeah. know that Asian actors are getting overlooked for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really looking forward to crazy rich Asians. Like, yes. I'm looking for hair, makeup, clothes. I want fabulousness. I'm there for, I already got the book. <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to be dressed. Is it, is, now, is that a movie or a show? It's a movie. Okay. They, just, they just wrapped. Mm. So, you, how would you, how, how do you, 
I'm trying to wrap my head around. How would you not pay them? Mm-hmm. Especially when we already know that Stephen Yoon's going through some shit right now, trying to get roles, and he's on the most. He was on the most popular TV show, the most popular character outside of Michonne. Because they go by who is at the top of the call sheet. Yeah. The call sheet. Uh, this is the same thing. And those Hawaii Five O, <clears throat> you know, executive producers aren't thinking about your Stephen friend at all in their Correct. decisions. This at is, all. This is the same thing that happened on Sons. See, Ron Perlman was number three on the call list. And when they killed his character, he was all upset about it. Well. And he thought, I'm the star of the show. He's like, no, bitch, you're, you're third on the call list. <laughs> you're not the star. Mm-hmm. Jake, then. Um, the mom. The mom, and then you. We don't need you on the show. And there, he's mm-hmm. number three. Because mm-hmm. this is Hamlet right? on. Correct. Uh, and this is Hamlet in the, you know, right. in the biker game. Not, right. This mm-hmm. is not Claudius in the, in the biker game. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait. And if I was executive, Ryan, you my boy. Mm-hmm. Or is it Polonius? I, 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 might have, I, I might have to do that conversation too. This ain't Hamlet. This is Hamlet. It ain't this. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. We, we appreciate your work. Mm-hmm. I like Ron in that show. I, I mean, love I mean, him on that I show. Mean, to me, I thought the show really lost a lot of edge when he died. I agree. I, like, I agree. I agree. Such a, I stopped watching you too. Know, he was such and, a. Yeah. Such Be honest. A, sometimes you got to stop when yeah. shit ain't going your way. You, you got to stop. Turn it off. Yeah. So I. I like, it didn't really hurt him. He's fine. Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah, I just, he I just on, talked he, to him. He's on an Amazon show. I just talked to him. Yeah, he's in hand of God. He's in hand of God. Ron, we still waiting for you to come on through here. I know. I talked to him about that yesterday. <sighs> oh, come on, like whatever, dude. When you come, no, I'm coming. Like, whatever, dude. But anyway, Hawaii Five O, uh, you're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't watching it no more. Which brings me to, well, it, also, I mean, you have to mention that movie that Cameron Crowe made, and he said Emma Stone was an a, was an Asian in Hawaii. Like I remember, I don't know the title of the movie, but I don't know. With George Clooney playing yes. Hawaiian, He's, no, that was The Descendants. That was different. Was that different? That Emma different. Stone was in a Cameron well, Crowe movie. Well, it was kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where she was supposed to be half right. or part yes. Asian. Yeah, right. yeah, you talked about that on the yeah. show. Yeah, and then yeah. she came back and apologized and said, yeah. I, we, we yeah. fucked up. And it's like, it's too late now, bitch. It's I, just, I just hope, you know, Grace, Par- Grace Park and what's the other, what's the gentleman's name? Well, Daniel we decided, Daniel. we, we, Dan- the Black Twitter Collective, mm-hmm. have decided that they should do a remake. If we're going to do remakes, do a remake of Heart to Heart and have those two play. Oh, great. Or Remington Steel. Or Remington Steel or something cool like that. That's you know. David. Well, see, and the thing about Danny Day Kim, since y'all stuck on not making nothing new, I mean, the thing you know, I mean, like he is his own, a, his own production company. I mean, a friend of mine who was a co EP on NCIS uh, LA, he had a show that uh, he brought through Danny Day Kim, and I mean, and they picked it up. I mean, they picked it up, but they, you know, like it was um, gone far enough to to go to pilot with the script. I mean, he went to the showrunner's the showrunner's training program mm-hmm. based upon you know based mm-hmm. upon getting back by Daniel Day Kim. So I so he so so he so, felt, so he's an actor who is deeper into the game mm-hmm. the way that a lot of actors are. And for him to get played like that, mm-hmm. it's probably like that's, pro- so that's Dan- problematic. Daniel Daniel like, Day Kim yeah mm-hmm. Daniel Day Kim. This is what I need you to do. I need you to call Stephen. <laughs> And I need you to get a grace. Y'all need to sit down. I need y'all to do a version of Dallas, the TV show, but a Korean-American version hmm. with some kind of like Korean conglomerate American company here. And Steven's the younger brother that's coming in. And we're going to have clothes. We're going to have hair. We're going to have sexy men, sexy women's fights, fights. We get to see all of it, but Can't it's fight. set in a Korean-American, it's set in California so I can be a backup it's, actor. It's Dallas meets <laughs> Into the Badlands, bitch. That's okay. It could be Silicon Valley something, mm-hmm. something crazy. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I'm trying to think of where the largest Korean population in the United States is. I want to say here on the West Coast. I think it is here. So 
we could have beach scenes. We can still have. I the, wouldn't it be here. Why? Yeah. So we all need to come up with something because I, I apologize on behalf of <laughs> the fuckery in Hollywood because uh, that should not happen to y'all. So you know what? And Grace but, but Park she, is no slouch either. I mean, she's on Battlestar Galactica yes! for how many years? Yes. Six, seven, I mean, she's, yeah. great, she's a great actress. She's yeah. a great. great you know what? Uh, There's talent that's just being purposely wasted. I just wasted. feel like I think there's material out there. For for like there's material for them but but the problem is seeing them in those roles well this was interesting you know, you know we were talking earlier was it, the execs don't see them they in don't those see roles. them we were yeah. talking in the show we're talking offline about the success of like transformers and stuff overseas yeah i, I think we mentioned that okay so I, i'm curious because you know um Howard Rodman, you know, the, he's, he's the outgoing mm-hmm. president of WJ. He was telling me one time that, you know, they sell these shows because they're able to sell them internationally up, up, up front, you know, but they're not waiting for syndication now. They just, boom, mm-hmm. they're, they're hitting profitability before the shit even airs. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like... It's like distribution automatically. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah so I'm, I'm kind of like... <clears throat> well, then you know, and if these movies are, are, are playing so well... Internationally, there. I mean, China, Japan, Korea, Southeast Asia is probably a big market for you guys. But so, they're, not, they're not making as much profit. They're making their money. If they're making up any money, it's overseas. But it's not as big as it used to be, in terms of the kind of stuff that they're putting out now. Because you can't. Tom Cruise is not a guarantee. They're talking about doing Top Gun again. They are, yeah, yeah, they are going to do it. Yeah, they, they, that. it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's not going to do well. And how old is he? He's too, let me tell Unless you, you have, old. I've already gave you the plot. Y'all need to pay me. I already wrote the script for y'all. <laughs> where I just said basically, no, no, you got to no, have like no, a female pilot, no. and it's his daughter or something. Yeah, he's gotta, too old to be still where in a, his shenanigans F-14. that he was doing in the first mm-hmm. movie is not going to play with his daughter in this new movie, and mm-hmm. she's going to be as bad as he was mm-hmm. from the first movie. Mm-hmm. So unless yeah. you're going to do that and bring in more people of color, more women of color who are doing that type of military stuff it's not no, gonna fly i gotta be honest with you i mean in the the fighter pilot world it's all white dudes like you but i we mean can, we can pretend but see i don't want to pretend like I, mm. I that's my thing like let's not make it what it isn't you know maybe you might you, have one well, you might well, have one. Like, i was well, the only well, female in my squadron for well, a couple like two years okay wow. out of a hundred and something people mm, that yeah. can be you know? part of so, uh, the plot point in the thing right that black yeah. guy is trying to be a fighter because what bothers me is like i've seen i'm seeing these period pieces and they're just like we need diversity and they start throwing black people in. and i'm like mm. well if we weren't there don't put us there i'm right. kind of with jeff i agree right i agree with right. you 100 percent. Right. you know if, if that's not i mean i, I the percentage of the, oh, like this the navy is about 14 percent female right what you what you put on screen should reflect that right but but it's also very diverse in terms of the males, right? You know, black dudes, Hispanic dudes, whatever kind of dudes, and in, right. in the navy. But right. just make sure that it reflects what right. our, our pre- yeah. So it so, it, so it feels like. like what it doesn't feel yeah like so it's alien tacked on or you're right. Well, you, I mean, sometimes yes. I mean, sometimes when you see black, <laughs> the worst thing is seeing black people in these period films where they don't have any kind of. Uh, like Bell worked because we had yeah. you know there was a, there was actual painting that she based the movie and on and black people existed mm-hmm. and every, and, and everyone <laughs> around her Bell Bell oh Bell oh, Amana yeah, yeah, Asante's yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Bell was like the only and you know and if and if the other black people in the movie were slaves and no, I was like but, okay no, that reflects no, but, the time no, no, period but but okay but that's a movie about her yeah what I'm talking about is like is like someone black is th- is like second or third mm-hmm. lead thrown in because they want to have diversity oh, yeah right. no. that to me I'm no. kind of like I'm over that. What? I mean, no one's t- tuning in for the, the Shondaland show, the the remake of Romeo and Juliet, Starcross, whatever. Mm. It's like being moved different nights and just they're burning the show, basically. I'm just like, 
Yeah, I mean, diversity, right. we're all for diversity, but it has, don't just throw it in just to throw it in. And I, I think audience wait, 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 of it. wait, what's this show, Starcross? Like, 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 it's, uh, like, it was a remake of Romeo and Juliet with like a lot of black people. Yeah. Is it set, set in that time period? Yes. And it, the clothes, the hair, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Yes. See, yes. See, see. And no one, no one tuned in. See, because that's trying too hard. Yeah, see, okay, here's okay. So you set in Verona. This is around the time yes. of of a of a fellow the Moor, right? Yes. So there are actually Moors. There are yes. North Africans. I don't think you know what I'm saying. See, that's the thing too. It's like if you want to do a show about black people in the Middle Ages, the black people who who are showing up. Are probably North African, which means they look like you know they look like they look kind of like Arabs. They don't you know you know what I'm saying like they're not going to look some. Like, they're not, not going. There's that you have to decide that choice, and and you uh, you try to be closer to that than what you would think. You know, like I don't know if you I mean I mean unless you figure out like oh he's some Nubia like like you have to make those exact kind of like. Claim it. Just be specific. But, yeah, yeah, but you can't say. But mm-hmm. it, but if you're doing Romeo and Juliet, and it's like House Capulet in Verona, and it's and, and it's mm-hmm. some black house that has lands and shit, that that didn't happen. So then you can but be it like, could, it's a made up story. It ain't. Well, that's why people. Truth. That's why people aren't. That's why people. And you can make it up I, for my it. reasons because I get yeah. turned off by that. Because now you're insulting me. Like there's so much stuff that we could go to Africa Thank and mine for story. Like Thank stuff you. where we actually were. Right. Correct. You know, like this thing I'm going to work on this summer. There was actually a black composer in the 18th century that no one knows about. And his music got burned know, up I in know, the French I, Revolution. No, I'm writing about this. You, you didn't, I didn't tell you I was writing this. <laughs> <laughs> he loves now, getting under your skin. I know he's girl. a loser. Like I said in the freaking parking lot. Now jumping from that. Jillian Anderson. Mm-hmm. Oh, this crap. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to all the X-Files fans out there. We all have to agree that last year when they brought back those, was it six episodes? Six, Which yeah. one? Which X-Files. X-Files. Oh, six, oh, yeah. um, they sucked. There's only one that was actually pretty decent. The rest of them, it was still that <laughs> Chris Carter stay stuck on that alien conspiracy, mm-hmm. gray. The shit, that was bo- the, st- the shit that was boring on X-Files for me was all of that mm. that alien mm-hmm. all of that stuff mm-hmm. like literally mm-hmm. when I bought the entire season and I sat down that one summer and I watched every single episode mm-hmm. and I realized that eh, 40% is decent the rest of it you could have just jettisoned mm-hmm. and if they would have did X-Files now they would probably have half the number of episodes they'd just been in like a season would be like 10 episodes <laughs> it's gonna be your best yeah no I mean this this is when you talk about when you revisit Right, films and TV shows with a little, mm-hmm. a little bit more perspective and, and knowledge more of perspective the business, too. and you're not young and kid like just excited to see some cool genre stuff. Now you're like some of this shit was shit, <laughs> and we just gonna have to say it. We just gonna have to. Well, say Well, and it. also it's different. Too. I mean, back then they were doing what, 23 episodes a year. Yes, yeah. that's a different animal. I mean, you're just totally. trying to stay ahead of and the now. The hour, the hour show they would have had some better story ideas because this is what Jillian Anders was saying. It's like she, for one thing, if you know the history of it, it took them three years for her to get like decent pay. That was comparable to um, David, Duchovny. David Duchovny. They there spent again, the first right? couple years trying to set She's him. Second on the call. Yes, and <laughs> they tried to set him up as like the main guy, mm-hmm. but the chemistry was so good, and it was very clear that she was not. She's a co-lead. She's not yeah. his backhand. Yeah. So they fought with that, but because mm-hmm. she's such a strong actress, that shit. She became that bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> we need to write more. All right, her. Scully is that bitch. <laughs> exactly. All right, but here's the problem: they're they're bringing back some more episodes, and one of the things that Jillian Anderson commented on, and she made a, a tweet on social media, basically saying there needs to be some women in the writers' room because the only writers he's bringing back for this time around are the one like I think it's James Wong. Um, who's the other dude that's a regular on there? One of my favorite writers, uh, Morgan. 
That's oh, his first name. I knew you were talking about. Yeah, anyway, his crew, his boys. Yes. And I understand that. The original that. guys. The original crew mm-hmm. that, like, some of the best episodes mm-hmm. that were written was mm-hmm. written by these dudes. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying Chris Carter. I'm just saying. Wasn't Vince Gilligan also? Yeah, he Vince Gilligan. Yeah, yeah, James Wong. And the other dude. A lot of people on the show is crazy. Morgan, man. something Morgan. And so, like, if you go back and see some of my best favorite episodes, mm-hmm. I'm, I guarantee you one of those dudes did it. There have been some women writers that have been. There was a woman, oh, I'm sweetheart, I. So, I apologize for not remembering your name, but she recently posted something up, might have been on BuzzFeed, where she talked about where she was on for about a year, but most women only last about a year. Either the contract didn't get picked up or they left. Interesting. Um, But his style is different. Like Chris Carter's like the head. Mm -hmm. And basically, it wasn't like a group thing. Basically, this is your story. You're going to write this, you come, that kind of thing. So Julianne didn't have like a room where they're all collaborating. I don't think it was that. I don't believe it was that way. Interesting. And anyway, huh. and it's really difficult for women to get into that kind of boys club anyway. I mean, you, you got to play that game mm-hmm. and most boys don't know how to play nice anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Men are trash. So, yeah, I said it. <laughs> and so that tells, me, that tells me if you're not doing the room, then you're not really serializing. Like right. every episode is like a one off. Right. So how do you tie the them all together? Right. The stand. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So but that's kind of an old right. model now. Everything. So know? now that they're doing the new ones, Julie Anderson basically said, you know, it'd be nice to have some more women in the room, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so it kind of had this conversation like, how are you going to make this show that was such a pioneer, iconic show? make it now and not have women in the room. Because I'm going to be honest with you, if they probably had some more women in that room and probably had some more people of color besides the the, um, the one guy they had. Is James Wong? He's Asian. Okay. Um, Asian American. Um, some of those stories might have been better. Awesome. There might have been somebody who could have been, there could have been a woman in there, preferably a black woman, who could have said, no. <laughs> That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. No, Chris, we're not going to do the whole gray alien thing one more again. I know it's mm-hmm. your show, but we can't keep doing this mythology. It's boring. But see, that's the problem, though. <laughs> They're going to bring in a low-level writer who has no voice. Right. That's what they always yeah. do. Right. Yeah. And one and done. You can't. Mm-hmm. What are you going to? They need somebody who is a co-EP, like a Latoya Morgan, you know, to somebody who understands that world, right. you know, to be able to come in and just... Be like, guys. First of all, no, bitch. First of all, <laughs> the nineties are over. Yeah. Right, move on. <laughs> and then actually we, have a room because I mean, if you have the room, you can still like everyone like have the procedural aspect of the show, but then you can serialize those ten episodes. Of whatever you're doing, like this is gonna happen. Episode one, which builds into two. When you have everyone together, here's like the, here's the problem. In, What's my writing assignment? This okay, is my prediction. My prediction back. is it's not gonna get, be good. I believe they have a room. I'm almost sure they have. A room. I, just, they have a room. I just heard oh. a podcast. Okay, with one of the. No, they have a room. Well, you, you're talking about in the nineties. 90s they didn't really have a room well, they, they had, had a room, they had a room but there was in terms of it wasn't like the impression I get it wasn't a big collaborative let's work basically Chris Carter it was competitive were, so, yeah. so, right. so very competitive so, very, well, every room is yeah, but, but certain, more so certain rooms you know like I mean like <laughs> you know like I've heard that the guy who did True Detective you mm-hmm. know like like he you know you like you bring people on to help you pitch story, and then you write every episode, and then you have control. I mean, I guess what the guy did in Fargo too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think with, I think even with Fargo guy Noah Hawley, like he, I remember he was saying that he, um, you know, they had pitched out the season and stuff and like Aaron that. Sorkin does, and then he, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. people do it. So mm-hmm. I, I guess there's different ways. The I, Crown was all written by one gentleman, got, Peter, yeah, Morgan. Peter Morgan. Right. Yeah, I, I just I just feel like the X Files, like. I watched some of the early episodes of that show when it originally aired, and I thought it was interesting. But there's nothing because there's nothing like it on TV right at that time. And I even feel like now, yeah, you said this show have trouble now because 
it, you know, it was too influential. There's too much stuff that's been spun off of that. But I feel like, but but I tried to watch the the the, the updated episodes of last season. And I just was kind of like, it felt like it was tonally. And like pacing of it was still like the '90s show, and mm-hmm. I get, and, I, and and maybe he maybe uh, I mean I haven't watched I think any all those show writers are over fifty that, now that's come back, <laughs> you know like 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 these shows that come back after mm-hmm. Netflix picks up and does them again. I haven't seen any of those shows to know if they're like, like Fuller House, yeah, if if if, they're, if, if they're too trying to stay in like, the same model yeah, from twenty years yeah, to ago. follow, yeah. so it feels so it feels within like here's my box set of all this. You know, it doesn't feel like there's been a gap that I don't know, but I but I do realize. I mean, here's the thing, like. I didn't watch enough of the X Files to get why everyone was in love with Joni Anderson when it was on. You know, it's the progression of her character. And, you know, I mean, I, I get that, but I watched her in the fall, and I was like, "Damn, uh, she's fucking good!" Like, fall. so now I yes. know what the whole thing is about her, and it's like it's, perfect British you know, accent, and, yeah, and she's able to control. I mean, she that show. You know, she controls that show in a way that I feel like when I was watching part of this X Files thing to come on again, it felt like, oh, like. It's second fiddling you now. After I'd seen you been the lead, mm-hmm. yes. you know what she's That's still. I mean, and mm-hmm. it, it, you're it's right. really blatant. You can catch it. Yeah, now. I mean, yeah. and it's like in the fall. I mean, it's her show. She's mm-hmm. in charge of investigation, and but they still try to like. It's interesting because they try to like downpeg her the other the other people like her ex her ex ball. I mean, mm-hmm. it's interesting the so, the sexual politics in that. But I just felt like that's maybe not what I mean. I feel like I Chris that should, Carter. That should be in the X Files. Chris, this is what I need you to do. I don't know. Because I love Chris Carter's work. Like, I love what he's done. But I feel like now, when they do the new ones, number one, they have to be made almost like movies. Each episode is its own little movie. Hmm. Get rid of that fucking space alien shit. We don't want to <laughs> see that. Don't nobody care. They need to get some more writers in there. More people. They need to have some really smart people who really know upper really level. good and diversify upper, yes. in terms of age a little bit. Maybe age, too. yeah, because all of it. What you're saying is true. I think a lot of them. I'm are, just saying, gonna, the staff writers are going to do be, the mini They're going to be stuck. No, they're not going to listen yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be stuck on that '90s they need, thing. They need they're going to be producer in, and up. They're going to be in awe of being in a room with Chris Carter mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to. And you got to have some heads in there that's like, hey, the emperor has no clothes on. Yes, appreciate your work. But boo boo, this is what we need to do yes. to keep it keep it pushing, because it's not like it's it's not it's not gonna happen. That's why y'all need to start talking salt. Look, <laughs> y'all. I mean, I'm, you got to get them in there, and they got to. I be was like, teasing. Oh, I was telling teasing. Lin, um, I was teasing Lisa and um, what's her name from Black Girl Nerds? Um, oh, Joelle. Um, no, the other one. Oh, Lauren. Uh, Lauren. Lauren Warren. About they need to start a, a little agency or a little consultancy. We just come and tell to, you no. We just go they, to every just group and we just sit there they and just tell consult, you. Just consult with like you. On, on different shows That or would movies. actually, if, 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 they don't do the, look, if, they, if they don't want to do the diversity hire thing, at least hire a consultant to come in and so say, we can look at the first six episodes. Because we, I'm telling you, black women, <laughs> we will predict, like before you, oh, we're just going to do our show. We will predict the clapback that's going to happen for you. Oh, look what happened to Gorilla. Listen. The thing just sort of aired in the vacuum. All it, watched all it took was one sister from London in the room to tweet the bat signal for black women. <laughs> black woman picked signal. it up, watched the video. <laughs> and we just on that bitch like in a minute. Mm-hmm. And when them numbers came out from HBO mm-hmm. and it was like, well, oh, we, don't time, 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 time. Time. we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. No, bitch. I'm telling just you what happened. With the audience. No, you messed up. But here's what I'm saying. Every show that's in a certain genre, Before like... 
like NCIS has mm-hmm. a specialist from the mm-hmm. Navy. Mm-hmm. You know the, yeah. the law show has a lawyer in the room. Before you, damn do, it, yeah. before you, you have a show. That's I would literally, if I was going to like reboot, a, like say they call me up and say, "Hey, we want to reboot Star Trek: Next Generation," right? And I know enough, I, I, you know, I know enough writers of color, mm-hmm. or whatever that, that could do the job, whatever. But I would also like be at the cons, walking the streets, and being like, "What are you into? What do you want to see?" What what are people yes. buying? Like get in, yes. get din- down the, the trenches yes. the, with the you know what is it you what is it you miss? What is it you know? Right. Yeah. It's it's difficult because you like it's like you can see it happening and we joke about this a lot on social media, but then it goes down and then they're mm-hmm. like we don't know what happened and I'm like we told you we what was told you see, this is why this is super important. This is why I keep saying it needs to be a mid level person because oh, yeah. you're going to bring in they think they're helping us right. by going well we have a black female who plays but she's not empowered. Whatever. She's so not empowered. Let's bring in a little you know let's bring in somebody straight out of ABC Fellowship. Right. She, that person is not empowered, her, but she empowered. doesn't have shit to say mm-hmm. you know what I mean it doesn't and there's no basis irrelevant. for comparison yet no. you have to work on maybe a, you know a handful of shows then you're like yeah I've seen this before I've seen that correct. before Not, and I know when to say something I know when to pick my battles correct yeah, it comes with just mm-hmm. seasoning yeah. and you experience. can't just be like yeah. you can't do that because black people don't whatever you have to be like look let's look at it from this point of view right. you have to right. learn it's, right. it's a, it's a, it's it's a code thing. you gotta speak yeah. in the well, code yeah, there's the, 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 the politics of how to behave in the room with the upper level people I mean you know there's that really great book difficult Men, I've read, yeah, you know, read so that. It gives you mm-hmm. a great understanding of, of like, you know, most people who become showrunners, they're really great writers, and really great writers, ninety percent, <laughs> they're not good managers. They're not good managers, you know. And people, I mean, you know, and even shows that are great shows and everything like that, I, I mean, they're not, you know, people still, com- I mean, complain about. Like there's writers who will bitch about how difficult the show was, and I mean, like, what's his name was the manager for a long time. That's why I'd be interested in working on his shows. Um, who's that? Glenn Mazzara. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Glenn. Uh, he's like, at the hospitals he, and all yeah, kinds. He, of, yeah. yeah, he was a hospital manager for a while, and <clears> I was like, oh, that's interesting. For, that that's your path into to work and it's because you know, you're dealing with a lot of high stress and mm-hmm. different you know, personalities, stakes, yeah. The stakes are like hundreds of people, and shit, mm-hmm. you know, yes. a lot of shit going on. So, I mean, but so somebody else who comes in from just writing all the time and kicking it with their boys, you know, um, and then there's, there's, there's a high degree of deference it's earned, no doubt, because mm-hmm. you got to right. show in the air. Sure. But, you know, the way it is as a writer, you're obviously. That's going to your head in a way, in a different way than mm-hmm. everything else. And I feel then that also the other writers, even though you're with like writers and you're like minded, there's a there's another sense of like I can't speak up because I don't. It's mm-hmm. I, I haven't earned that yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For wherever you are, right. and that's he, what he's talking I, about with I, diversity hires. It's, it's interesting. Right. It's, you know what? That's the thing you're talking about. Glow. Talking about it earlier. It's like, oh. the, like like the woman who um. I am not liking glow. What's the woman's <laughs> name? The 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 the, uh, the girl who stars in it? Which one? Not her. That's Allison Brie. The other girl. Um, mm-hmm. The blonde. Yeah, the blonde. With the that they keep talking about her boobs. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. episode. Well, okay, everyone's mm. seen those, but this is the thing. She wrote an interesting <sighs> uh, essay in Allure. I was out on Friday about her confidence. It, yeah, about her confidence. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. interesting because she was saying, you know, Allison Brie was like, no, you have to get up and say shit if you don't like a line or don't understand a line. Like you got to like make you, you got to get up and do. The, you got to empower yourself to a certain extent, and I hmm. feel like, I, again, like you said, uh, you go in a room with Chris Carter. What the fuck? I mean, I mean, yeah. like, like, how Dude, are you going to behave? First of all, anybody who gets in the room on a staff level, 
is going to be a total. They're going to bring. You happen some to have geek. the job. Yeah. They're going to be somebody who's a total X file geek, a Star Trek yeah. geek, a Star Wars geek. It's going to be some nerd. Yeah. Even if it's a person of color, mm-hmm. it's going to be a young Brandon Easton. It's going to be you know what I mean. It's going to be somebody who understands that world. Who's going to be sitting there going, "Oh my God, I'm here with all the original dudes from the X Files. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying shit. I'm going to learn. That's exactly what yeah, they're going right. to do." And you know I'm just I mean? going to do what they need. I'm going to be the best staff Correct. writer I could right. possibly be, which Correct. is to support them, right. throw out story ideas, get my scripts on it on time. They're focused on like just and there you go. not getting and fired. And you know that room has a pecking order. It's like, no, oh. he speaks, then he speaks, then he speaks, now you can speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no, oh, you know, it's lunch. No time for you to speak. So let's <laughs> exactly. go back. Oh, that's you again. Back <laughs> or you're lucky if you're not getting <laughs> the lunch. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Can we just talk about Glow? For- yes, because yeah, I... Then we'll wrap it up. Yes, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. So... What's the premise of the show? Because I saw and it came down to my, mm-hmm. my queue and I'm like, I'm not even interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was a real thing. I remember in, I want to say around 86. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it every oh, Saturday. It was earlier than that. No, really? Maybe, that? maybe, maybe. I don't yeah, know. You're right. You're right. I'm just, I, mean, I, I just thought it, it could have Maybe if it was 84, yeah. maybe. But mm-hmm. I just, I remember Saturdays, I had a date after Spider-Man went off. I had a date <laughs> with Glow. I flip over to Channel 11, WPIX, my friends in New York, mm-hmm. and Glow would come mm-hmm. on. And it was, now... They shot the show originally in Vegas. Oh, really? So it had a little bit of that vibe where you oh, felt like you, it was yes. in a casino. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was like in a, a ballroom in a casino. And I feel like some of the patrons that went in there had had a few. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so you got these women and they all had these really stereotypical, I, I look back on it now, stereotypical characters. But you had, you know, the farmer's daughter. She was blonde hair, blue mm-hmm. eyed, the little Daisy Dukes. The and the, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the big you had black Americana, mm-hmm. uh, who was like a U.S. flag patriotic. Then you had mm-hmm. Justice. Who was a black girl And she was like In this cop gear And she was She never won any matches I don't think she won A single match <laughs> Oh you talking about The real people. I'm talking about The real oh, show I'm, not talking, I'm talking about The show that aired In the 80s yeah. Who the characters okay. were Okay Got it Cause now, Justice never I wins this, Then I get this Netflix iteration Which I get why They're doing it But I felt like Some people found A piece of property Like and I've read up On a little bit mm-hmm. The the people who created it Never saw the original show When it aired Like they're not like they weren't familiar with it They didn't know about it Until they saw a documentary About that show mm-hmm. okay. okay So then they see the documentary Like oh this is interesting Women wrestlers Da 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 So this show On Netflix Glow Is like set in LA And it's like Again They're doing the freaking uh, Orange is New Black vehicle yes. Where white girls White girl right? is Yeah, yeah. 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 White yeah. girls yeah. bringing you Into this world Correct. And she's just so Oh Fish quirk, quirky And weird mm. And oh my goodness And you know And then I'm just like Really that wasn't the show Right um, Yeah I'm just I'm just And then the fact that you, Last night I, I got up to episode 3 And some of the writing They had the black girl Say She's doing her little Like promo bit Like I'm You know the Junkyard chains And I'm gonna wreck your body Whatever Peace I was like Nobody was saying peace Until the late 80s Early <laughs> yeah. 90s So basically yeah. You got some writers On your staff that are either too young right. to know, mm-hmm. or you guys overall don't know. You right. weren't living through the eighties, right. and you right. don't. Yeah, yeah, because I think peace came out after that song, self destruction. Right, right. 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 So maybe that was eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
and but when were people like really saying in vernacular? I mean, yeah, Peace no, out. Like that's the 90s. It's, it's not. It's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Not quite right. That always bothers me. It's, I think that's something that bothered me about the get down too. It was like the like the language. Yeah, there was a couple. Was, I was like, they because you didn't hire that. you didn't hire they, the right people they, in there that could they, tell you. You know. You know. I mean, I just and also it doesn't work for me as a comedy or a drama. It's like this dramedy thing. I get it, but it's not funny enough really on the comedy side. And the drama is really slow. There's like right. minimal story right. development. Right. I mean, we keep going back to. Old girl slept with the one, the other one's husband or whatever, and I'm just like, okay, why are we still talking about this three episodes later? Like, I get that there's still heat between them for it, but they fought. Now, can we move on? Or well, I, I mean, don't know. It's, it's just it's, it's kind of so, dragging. So, I mean, look, I've watched two episodes, and my favorite character is is a Mark Maron. Yeah, well, of course, he's pretty. Ex- he's <laughs> but, yeah, he's but, good in but it. But I'm kind of like, why is this show about women, and my favorite character is the dude? You know? Right, because I you, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, that tells you something. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just weird. You there know? it is. I mean, He's stealing the show. Yeah, there yeah. it is. That's why. It's, yeah. it's, it's not. It's not like it's a. Oh, I, I, I can't identify with the women. It's like he's stealing the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's giving everything cool to say. Right. Mm-hmm. The behavior. All he's like stealing. And then the Alison Brie character. Yeah. I was kind of done with her because yeah, you want to show she's flawed and she has weaknesses, whatever. But you literally have her get robbed in the parking lot by some teenage kids on bikes. They just sort of grab her person. She's like, hey. That's mine I'm like She can't run after them fast She, yeah, she doesn't do anything She doesn't do anything She's just like soft I'm like I don't get this I don't get what this is trying to be But again I, I was either. really irked by the whole The vehicle into the world Was like You couldn't have taken One of the black characters And come into the world that way yeah. I don't know Or any, one of the Asian characters Or one of the I don't know I no, don't, I don't get couldn't. it They cannot <laughs> That's exactly the problem I don't problem. get it really? You know um, and the fact that it's still in LA, I'm kind of like that doesn't that doesn't register with me because that show wasn't that sh- the, the show pe- aired from the Vegas. O- the only people who can go into a new world and to guide the rest of us <laughs> in new understanding who can blend right who can in blend is white people. Yes, they can go into the hood. they can go in the hood. They can go into or go you anywhere. have this other character, um, the larger girl who um, has a wrestling. Uh, tra- in her family it, 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 That should, should be that their opening it, Yeah, yeah. I mean, And she it, gets it, so little to do I mean, Because it, it be, the real glow Was based around This uh, woman called Mountain Fiji Right The real glow <laughs> And she was girl. like um, Larger lady But she I don't, I don't know her back I think she might have been Samoan was she, Oh my god But she was huge And she would just toss These girls like a rag doll I tune in every week To just see some blonde girl Just get tossed <laughs> out the ring Like a piece Like a, like a piece and of garbage there are some There, there are some Samarian Samoan actors out there, and she was she was the face. Like you, you guys get in wrestling, there's faces and yeah, there's heels. Okay, right. Mountain Fiji was the face. Okay, so that I thought that character on the show, I don't know her name, but you know, like she's kind of quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't give her anything to do except follow Allison Bree's character around. I'm just mm. like, really? The show should have been her vehicle because in terms of like, how am I going to actually get spotlight? Because I right. don't look like these girls. My body's mm-hmm. not like these there girls. You know. I'm a different ethnicity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but she knows a little bit about, a little bit about wrestling. Right. Like right. she comes from that family that right. knows, hey, I know what a damn body slam is supposed to look like. <laughs> but again, they give her nothing to do. They give her nothing. Aww. At least I'm three episodes in, but I'm, I'm hate watching it. I'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> just because, I mean, that was a big part because... I was a big WWF fan from the day I yeah. saw that thing. Yeah. But honestly, when I saw Glow, I was like, oh my God. And the wrestling was bad. It was bad. It wasn't good. But they did have some storytelling involved where they would do vignettes with the girls yeah. outside the ring. And it was like, 
They're weird characters. They had, I remember they had Hollywood and Vine, and uh-huh. these chicks were all like metal and crazy hair and punk rock. And uh-huh. then they had one girl that was just in a straight jacket. She was just crazy. Like, it was straight jacket. <laughs> but I'm wrestling. Yeah. I'm wrestling. I mean, it was jacket. just, it was just fascinating. It was a fascinating mm-hmm. time. And the documentary is kind of, tr- you know, Good and bad because it gave them exposure, but it also right. it also showed how little they got paid, right. how how there was drama behind the scenes, and the show was on for two years or three years, or whatever, and it was just gone, mm. you know, gone for well, it seems for random reasons. Just in terms of like talked about like being on Netflix and stuff, it seems like Netflix seems to be hit or miss. Like the TV shows, most of the TV shows are doing pretty good. Like when mm. they. Some well, of the they, movies. They, they went I mean, through, people they went are talking through, about. They went through a yeah. cancellation yeah. stretch recently they because did. they, they yeah. cut Sense Eight and yeah. um, the Get Down. The, all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, it seems like they're trying to trim some fat. But I heard that Sense Eight is getting like a two-hour. They're doing a two-hour movie, right. yeah, to finish it off. Hopefully, to wrap, wrap it up because mm-hmm. I think there was backlash. Backlash, like really, <laughs> um, we, no answer on Iron Fist yet. Really, we don't know if that's coming back. Um, Do we care? No. Do we care? Oh, no. No. no, no, no. Uh, and my other beef with Netflix is w- I didn't watch War Machine or refuse to watch War Machine because I'm driving down Sunset and I see the poster for War Machine and it's um, eight white guys in army uniforms on the poster, one brother, and then one, it looks like, Afghani gentleman mm-hmm. in, the back- in the background. Tilda Swinton's in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's not on the poster. Mm. Okay. And also, this is what you think your army looks like? I got news for you. Yeah. Um, what year is War Machine supposed to be in? It's supposed to be when McChrystal was saying the stuff about Obama and got fired. Oh, okay. so is that so recent? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, talking, I'm, like talking Afghanistan. I'm talking 2007. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not talking yeah. World War One. I'm talking no, like and no Latinos. And I'm talking present. Right, right I'm basically wow. present day <laughs> version of the army. I'm looking at this billboard and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What army are you looking at? Yeah, and that's the impression they give you with the military all the time mm-hmm. okay. when you see the movie posters or TV things. Yeah. But we're there too. Where are we? I, I I think there's more. I mean, I think there's more people of color in the in the, in the military in general, isn't there? Oh, absolutely, yeah. like absolutely. Because the, the recruiters prey on low. I mean, not prey, but they are in low income areas. Yeah. And sometimes that is a vi- viable option that for is, you. That is for a lot of them. I mean, because I've talked to several enlisted members who they're like, look, it was the gang yeah. or it was the army and I just said, all right, I'm going to do the army. At least I'll learn something and I'll be able to pay I for college afterwards. I just watched a documentary on gangs in the military and it's like thousands of them, Crips, Bloods, mm-hmm. <laughs> 18th Street, yeah. like all kinds of shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn. Mm-hmm. And they still it, banging it is, in there. Okay, the, the thing, the thing, <laughs> yeah, the thing I, I mean, uh, the, the gender is still way imbalanced, but mm-hmm. I'll say in terms of like the colors of people, that gets yeah. spot on reflecting right. America. Right. Um, or tries, or we right. try to be. But right. Yeah. No, Netflix, um, I don't know, this this Okja thing and the War Machine billboard, I don't know, they're on, I'm, I'm on Hulu right now. I'm be honest with you. I've been watching stuff on Hulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on Amazon more than anything, yeah. but that's just me. I, there's Hulu. great shows on Amazon. Yeah. I think yeah. people are, uh, people don't talk about it enough in an in a interesting, I don't get it. Um, like what? What's a, what's, what are you watching on Amazon? I like I like Goliath a lot. Mm. But do they you shot see, that but here. But do you see ads on like regular TV? Did you know that, Chris? For they shot that here for Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Goliath, yeah, it was yeah. great. I see Billy Bob sitting outside all the time. He would say hi all the time. Yeah. Oh, you mean here, here? Yeah. This, like, you know, no, 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 I didn't know that. No, I mean Ben Harris. Yeah, I mean that looks cool. I mean, I like that a lot. Uh, I love the show, The Collection, which no one has seen, but I think it was fucking fascinating. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on Netflix. Uh, oh, Amazon. I mean, uh, Amazon. 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 Yeah. By the way, um, your boy Chuck Rose got a new, new deal. Did you hear about that? Oh, for 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 like a first for, look for, for master. Uh, no, for a whole new. Uh, for oh, a, no, no, I didn't yeah, know that. I didn't know that. Is, is it with Crackle? 
No, I think it's oh, ABC okay. or ABC, one of oh, somebody probably, like that. Yeah, well, Sony probably. It's these they're through Sony, so. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's great. That's great for him. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it, I mean, like I, like, I think that what's happened is that there's. Uh, I, I I don't know. I the stuff I see on, on Amazon to me seems it just seems a less like they're not pushing. It seems, I don't think they're it not seems pushing. More, it's more it seems more curated. Like let's take our time, let's develop something, yeah. let's they're get not, the concept yeah, right. Not right. Pushing stuff. Where where I, I feel that, like Netflix is like throw it out there, throw it out there, throw it out there. I'm and constantly getting stuff on my thing, like the little message thing they send mm-hmm. you and the ads all the time. Like I'm trying to just watch my show. I'm, I'm watching my list. <laughs> all of a sudden it's like you gotta watch it. Like I don't want to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that algorithm? I already got six hundred. Yeah. Did Netflix did just, just um have to borrow a bunch of money. Yeah. Recently, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix, yeah, they really? had to borrow. I saw it on Deadline. Well, they were well, borrowing a. T- you spending one hundred twenty million they're, on a get They're there. hemorrhaging. They were hemorrhaging. They're hemorrhaging money with these shows, and it's like, all right, are you maxed out on subscribers? Because everybody is basically paying you eight nine nine to nine nine a month. Or they're whatever probably maxed out on subscribers. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, look, it's it's it's. You can't. It, it, they 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 have to raise the money. Or they, I mean, to borrow money, or they got to raise the subscriber mm-hmm. fee. And I think, right. I, and I think, if they kick their fee to twelve ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. they probably lose ten. No, they probably won't lose any subscribers. You know why? Right. Because 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 no one wants to go back to Time Warner. No one wants to go. Back I had to, to cut that. it off. I, well, actually, I cut off Spectrum. Time Warner was out here in L.A. I was fine with Time Warner, and then Spectrum bombed. Well, well, yeah. yeah. Spectrum is shit. You had, right? Well, whatever. I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I, people don't want to yeah. do that. But I mean, to me. I mean, shit. What's coming up soon? Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's like now it's back to HBO because yeah. it's hey. like that's what I want. Something else on HBO that's coming out. I wanted to see. They're, re- They're doing like four spinoffs of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and, and oh, not only that, that, but Mahershala Ali, he's going to be doing. What's, what's he doing? He's doing the new. Uh, what's the show? Uh, the detective one, True Detective. Oh, he's doing the new three. Yes. And where's it set, though? I don't know. See, that's but, key, though. But, they well, just see, they just put a spl- they see, splash the it out there. The thing about it is, is that it's it's um they're making him a superstar. Right what's now. his name? It's it. um uh it's David Milch is the one who said I'm gonna you know like somehow David Milch is now brought in to really to to run that show, mm. not the guy. Um, oh, I know he's like, like Nick Pizzotta. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's still his show. Mm-hmm. is still involved. He's, he's the creator, but yeah. but but I think he day to day he asked David Milch to come in and, and help me revamp this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, the biggest failing I thought with season two is that it's like. Los Angeles in the fifties would have been the cool for real. You know, I mean, although Taylor Kitsch and that that cop uniform, you still could have had that. Oh my goodness, yeah, but it wouldn't have been as tight. It would <laughs> his body no, hugging. No, no, <laughs> think about it. He's a he was a motorcycle cop, mm-hmm. so he still could have had like a tighter thing. Okay, if they had that cop. in the fifties, I don't know. I'd have yeah. to do some research. Because to me, I feel like you know, there, there's some James Elroy stuff that said because we've seen a lot of cop shows in the in the forties mm-hmm. about heinous shit, right. and we've seen a lot of stuff in 
in, so they needed LA Confidential a little bit. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah that would have been the right tone. See, because to me, the first James Elroy book that I read was this one called White Jazz, which is book four in the LA Quartet, and I think LA Confidential is book three. You know, because uh, because I read them, I didn't know they were in any order. And I was reading, I was like, this fucking book is fucking insane. Oh my fucking god, like this is <laughs> some insane ass this shit. Is my shit. <laughs> this motherfucker is insane. Because I was reading the short stories in GQ, right. and then someone says, and and then I read it before the movie came out. Like I mentioned. I was, really, I was like these characters were in that book because mm. they're younger now because it's, it's, it's late 50s mm. the, the white mm-hmm. jazz mm-hmm. and just like the type of like the way he handles it it's like America's falling into this corruption that it really jumps into in the 60s and stuff like that mm-hmm. that it's just a great like a great inflection point mm. to tell a story about cops in LA and the brutalism and shit like that that we hadn't necessarily seen. And obviously, you saw a little bit of it in LA Confidential, mm-hmm, but that's more mm-hmm. like late 40s, thing, a little transition mm-hmm, thing. Right. But late 50s, around the, you know, like in the height of the Eisenhower, mm-hmm, where everyone mm-hmm. thought it was cool, but it was really fucked up shit. Right. That would have been the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. We'll see. Well, thank y'all. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good. Episode. We was all over the place. Uh, well, <laughs> but it's all right. We, we, no, hit, we, our, we hit our you don't targets. Me. Look, this is a rant. Our <laughs> last two episodes, we hadn't had a chance to just talk about some stuff. Now we have this opportunity to talk about some stuff. It's all good. I'm trying to decide which one I want to show first. That's the fun. Oh, I think you should. Yeah, I think you should go in order. Are you off? Huh? No, we're still on. Oh shit. Now you telling people we not, that we that we recording out of oh, order? I don't care. <laughs> oh, I do it all the time. People oh, know we don't. We tape them back to back. It's yeah. all good. A lot of a lot of shows do that. Um, where you at, Lisa? Lisa Colt Jam. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Bitch Flicks, and your local beach. <laughs> you I'll might get just lucky in the water with the great whites. You might catch me. Yes, mm-hmm. especially I'll be up, I'll be up in a. Orange County area So I'll be in Tustin, Santa Ana So I'll be Hitting those beaches up With my oh, boogie board nice So nice Yeah we'll see how they are With me in the black dreads And come <laughs> running out there Like a crazy <laughs> woman Like look And I'm looking at my tie Because I'll be catching the ties In the morning I get my little My alerts To let me know how high the waves are Hey that's just what you do It's like I don't know how y'all that water I can get in at 5 a.m. All right, we doing it. No, you just cold get used to it. You just sounds you know old at five a.m. You know I'm gonna go to Hawaii to go in the water. Yeah. I need to be in the like, cold. Even that water ain't as warm as the people say it is. I okay, know. I'm gonna go to Fiji in the water. Okay, yeah, go. so all right, go to Belize or some go, shit. Yeah, yeah that's 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 we go down there with yeah. Fiji or, or Turks and Caicos. But it gets your blood yeah. going. You get you waking up. It's like you gotta get in there. Go look. No, I'll go to Pilates for that. Like if I'm on cold water, I'll do that cold water bath in like Norway and shit. You got in and get out. I can't. I don't need to do this. In the cold water, I'll get my hands will turn blue. I don't need any of that shit. <laughs> Where you at, Chris? I'm at uh, unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram, um, and my website shadowboxercinema.net. Uh, there might be a new website, Super, oh, really? Supersonic Baroque. But oh, what is this what one going to be about? about? I don't know. It's just, I will see what Supersonic Baroque is going to be about. But uh, Baroque is in B A. R-O-Q-U-E? As in like music. Is it music or film? I don't know what it's going to be yet. It should be conversations about film. You should have conversations with people. It might be. It might be. I took the title from Sid Mead. Sid Mead, who did the Blade Runner design. Mm -hmm. It's how he described his... Oh, supersonic Baroque. Supersonic Baroque. Because he liked that Baroque art from the 1800s. And then... Yeah, that's why that's why I think Boy Runners is just a fascinating look because huh. it doesn't it's not super futuristic. Oh, and the remake looks like garbage. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. <sighs> they try to be slick by having the same music. Looks, it just looks. They trying. It doesn't. He's it doesn't not appeal to me at all. 
They didn't hire. I mean, look, if they didn't, I, I don't know if Sid Mead did the design on it, but if you don't hire him, I don't really the know. The world if, doesn't look I the don't same. know what you're doing. I, I really don't know what you're doing. <clears throat> no one's, <laughs> no one's going to go see that. Where are you at, Linnell? Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Linnell White, L Y N E L L E W H I T E. That's it. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. <clears throat> uh, you can follow me on Instagram too, same shit. Um, follow oh, the show. On the gram now. <laughs> I've been on the ground for a long time. Oh, if you would ever go on there, you see folks is on there. <sighs> hmm. You can't even put a photo of Lisa nowhere. No evil self. Hmm. You got to have a hidden hand. I need to be able to move in spaces <laughs> and a not have people hand. know what I look like. I need to have a hidden hand. I love that. Hand. It's called the hoary hidden hand. This is what it's actually referred to. Anyway, if you guys have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Follow the show, Screenwriters RR on in, on iTunes, iTunes on yeah Twitter shit. Oh. No, yeah, please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. We need that for the metrics and shit. Um, follow us on Facebook. We are there too, <laughs> doing a little bit. And <laughs> 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 um, I want to shout out a new podcast I just started listening to called The Mogul. Did you get that shit I sent you? Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard it. <clears throat> I've heard it already. The Mogul. The Mogul. Guys. The Chris episode. It's about Chris Lighty and the hip hop and how it all started. It's almost like the get down well, okay, but for okay, the podcast. Okay, okay, let me, let, okay, you're talking to a girl from New York. so okay. You will love it. So we're talking about... It's, it's called The Mogul? We're the talking Mogul. about New, New York New where hip hop started. I just yes. want to make that clear. Yes. Okay. All right. There you go. The yeah. real hip hop. Yes. <laughs> Yes. The, the, the 80s hit the early 80s. Like the original, like, oh, even the late 70s. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Was when it, it's, yeah. Yes. Okay. So okay. All right. So Wait, was, is it Mogul, The Life and Death of Chris, yes. Chris, Chris Lighty? Correct. It's got a, Subscribe to that shit. It's got a John Paul Basquiat mm-hmm. image on its thing. Yeah. Correct. And um, like they've that. only aired three episodes, but it's so good. It's okay. addictive. I'm always pissed it's over. You know? Mm. Really, That's when you know it's really good. good. I'll tell you what's so a good podcast. I don't know if you're listening to this. Revisionist history. Yes, I heard it with uh, with Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, okay. It's very fascinating. I've been listening to a lot of like those start like startup like a lot of those episodes about starting a business and mm, all that. Mm. It's been like getting addicted to them. I listened to five seasons in the last two weeks on one episode. Damn. Because I listen to it on the go when I'm getting dressed, when I'm just sitting here in the office, I just have it planned. You know. So I've been listening to Happier in Hollywood. Happier There's in Hollywood. two uh, TV writers, uh, Sarah Fain and. Who's happier, happier in Hollywood? Ha- happier in Hollywood. Never heard of that. No, this is a good one. It just started. It's and they're really short episodes, but it's two TV right. Liz and Sarah, Sarah Fain and Liz. I can't remember Liz's last name. Sounds familiar. Um, they used to used to be uh, showrunners on the Family, a show on ABC. They got to deal with ABC, so they're always and now they're going to be on For the People. Hmm. They talk about being writers. They talk about you know the business, and they talk about like being moms and et cetera. Yeah, so that yeah. I'm listening to. And um, uh, I'll put this out there again. I did an episode on a really, really cool podcast. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, um, called the um, paper um, team. Paper team. Paper team. And I did episode just like two weeks ago. I was on episode forty-seven, and um, it's a lot of game in that one. So check that out. But to me, they're like a young Craig and John. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they do the exact similar was, format. One of them was. Um I had a French accent, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alex. And you were doing it by, by Skype? No, I was in there. I was at the house. Oh, it sounded like you were. Oh, it sounded like you guys were able to see. Okay, okay. okay. No, I was in just the, sitting in the, the house. room at a, at a table. <clears throat> and um, 
So it's, they, they, they're actually, I try to refer they a did, lot they, of young writers to listen to them. Used to start like from the beginning because they're both are, you know, still like trying to get on staff, but they have a lot of experience because they've been assistants to a lot mm-hmm, of people and mm-hmm. stuff. So they have. So they're a, physically here in LA. Oh, yeah, they're okay. here. They're okay. here. And, um, but they just have like a lot of really good insight and they really give people game on. Like like I said, like Craig and John would do it before, like the younger writers. They speak yeah. to the younger writers a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's all about how to. You know, so check out Paper Team. It was um, Liz Craft and Sarah Fain. I couldn't remember the names. Happier in Hollywood. Yeah, okay. I found cool. it. I'm gonna check it out. That's what's up. We probably should do that, kind of like Greg and do like any any referrals. Or yeah, any, one cool any, thing. Yeah, a little cool thing. We'll figure. We'll figure out. We'll call it we'll, that. Yeah, though. we'll figure out a cool thing. If you come up with something, let me know. So y'all know how we're doing on a rant room on this show. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2017. 2017. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the rent room. Rant room.